Paulina? What's going on? Are you ready? Not much. Yeah, you're in a fucking bathroom. Yes, I am. You're always you're always somewhere <laughs> different. Every podcast, you're always somewhere different. God, you know what? I'm like praying for a studio one day where I can just be, you know, professional. But you know, here we are. Yeah. The well, I think that uh, I think that you and Jonathan really got to look into buying a place. Yeah, we are. That's the whole problem out here. You know yeah. how it is. California. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, it's fucking expensive as hell. It's what, ridiculous. What, what, like I paid, I paid ninety thousand dollars for my townhouse, and I bet you in LA it would be three like seven hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because I bet. I, bet I don't know. I don't know. Maybe seven hundred thousand. I'm sorry. Still. About seven million. I'm just kidding. Well, no, I'm just. Um, I, you know what? The average price of a house where Shide's from, where I grew up, is like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something stupid like that. Like so, that's kind of why I moved to Vancouver Island because it's cheap as hell up here. You know. See, I want to move, and then and then I'm like, hey, hint, hint. You know, we're dying out here. Jonathan's like, I love Southern California. I'm like, well, we're gonna be off in the ocean somewhere one day, so yeah, let's just. Stay. Are you um are you allowed to leave the country? Are you mm. not on probation or anything? Are you? No, I was for a while, uh, but but I have a strike, which is usually um you can't usually get a passport for seven years. However, it's been past that, so I should be good. Yeah, you should just move to Vancouver Island, say. Fuck oh LA. my god, can you imagine? I would love that. I'm like one of those people. I I can lose phone service, be fine. You know, I'm really getting like that the older I'm getting, but you know, yeah. we're in Southern California. All the families here. Yep. Yep, and I'm in the West Coast. We got Brian Scheid here, who is a friend of mine, well, an acquaintance. We were never really super close friends, but we were always in good spirits with each other because we we kind of bonded on punk rock in our younger years. Oh, so he's he's here. He, he's on some time constraints. He's okay. got to work in like uh, 25 minutes. Let's get him on, Brian. Brian, give Woo-hoo. me a thumbs up if you're ready to come on. Thumbs up. He's a working What's up? man. Yeah, that, that's Brian. where it is. Hello. How are you, How man? Are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? This is the this is the first time that I've seen you without dreads in like fifteen years. I've oh, you had dreads. Oh yeah, it's it's weird. Well, I cut off. Uh, what when, when did it happen? Oh, twenty oh, years, eh? You gave them. You donated 20, yeah. them, didn't you? Uh yeah, I raised uh well, twenty eight, uh, close to three thousand dollars for an uh, indigenous charity, uh, local charity, the uh, healing of the seven generations, who are based out of Kitchener. No shit, eh? Wow, yeah, so we that's, made a, that's I, amazing. I just, honestly, I was just really drunk one night, and I was like, oh, I'm going gray, and I, I don't want to have the dreadlocks anymore. And I was like, oh, I could just cut them off, or I could just, or I was like, oh, maybe I can make it a make an event out of it. And then we raised $3,000. Yeah, why not? You know, they're, that's such a cool yeah. thing, because a lot of people actually, something about hair, people are so fucking terrified to lose hair, and it's like, it's okay, you can do it, you know? And for you doing that is badass. That's, I love that. They, they were your babies. Now, now, so dread, dreaded hair can still be used for for charity? I thought it would be ruined. What are they oh, doing? No, 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 no. Uh, well, no, that's, I, I thought that it would be ruined too. That, that's why I did just, I did it as a GoFundMe thing. Oh, right, okay, okay, okay. I see. So, okay, okay, okay. so the, the hair did eventually get thrown out. Oh yeah, I got I got like a piece of it right here, actually. Oh yeah, can let you me imagine? See it. Could you imagine? Let me see it. Little kid, like people it's running like around ba- with fucking dreads, yeah, like ba- baby hair. It's like his baby hair. Whoa! No shit, you saved a dread. Whoa, you saved a fuck. I didn't save it. Holy fuck! My, girl, my girlfriend did. I didn't save it. Do you have Do you have like a uh, Do you have like a stand for your for your phone? Uh, or like somewhere not. you could set it? Do, do you have you somewhere where you can? Yeah, I can hear you, but it, but it's hard to see you. And uh, if you set it down and just like let it down like that. And Lino, oh, yeah. that's perfect. That is perfect, man. Perfect. Yes. perfect. Oh, yeah, I can hear you perfect. Okay, cool. Loud and clear. No, it's all good. Uh, you sound great. Um, so where are you going to work? What are you doing these days? 
I work at uh, Revive. It's a video game bar in uh, <gasps> Uptown Waterloo. Oh, a God, video game I would die bar. of happiness. Yeah, so basically, like, the uh, booths will have um, uh, Super Nintendo's uh, uh, um, N64's or uh, GameCube's. Oh, old so school. Old school shit. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's you have done that. So uh, I'm not sure how it is out in uh, on the West Coast, but, like, we still have a bunch of capacity restrictions. And right. the reason why I got rescheduled, uh, the shift screwed around, was because... Uh, I guess they have this pub crawl called uh, 12 Bars of Christmas that a bunch oh, of kids from yeah. uh, Laurier and uh, Waterloo go to. Okay. But they had been, this is, uh, the bar that I work at is very, very small. So we weren't part of it originally. But I guess with the restrictions, with the COVID restrictions, live music venues are allowed 100% of people in there um, if everybody's double vaccinated or whatever. Dance places have to be 25%. So okay. like, what the uh, fuck does that mean? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know exactly. It's kind of fucked up. So <laughs> we got, I got a half I, a shot. Like so a good. club putting in like a drum set to say that they're live music venue or whatever. But I mm-hmm. guess with the something got screwed up and the venue got taken twenty five percent. Had to go from one hundred percent to twenty five percent, and they were scrambling to get bars. And uh, so now right, my right. bars. I found that out on Tuesday. So that's whoa. What what yeah, so were you at uh, were you at Chainsaw yeah. when COVID first hit? Uh, I I was running Chainsaw, yeah, and that's uh, like you were the general manager there, right? I was a general manager. Yeah. Chainsaw, that, you know what, yeah, man? That that was my. Uh, that's you know, like I said earlier in the show, we were never like in the same group of friends, but always like acquaintances. Is that correct? Yeah. Like you know, we were always like in good. We were, yeah, I yeah, punk, yeah, I like punk like, rock. You like punk rock? Leg like on Sunday. And no you're, fucking you're, way. Probably go see are, are they doing uh, the, the uh, on the tour? They were doing two albums live. Let's talk about feelings and and another one. They were doing both of them live. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think I heard something, but I don't know what they're doing for that. They, I, I think that a few months a few months ago. Fuck man, I love to see Lagwagon. But the fucking thing is, is that if I go to see Lagwagon, it's going to be in Victoria, and that's a fucking six and a half hour drive for me. Where are you right now? I'm a, I'm in Port Port Alice, like way north Vancouver Island. Uh, like Victoria is the closest big city to me. Vancouver, I can actually get to in the same amount of time because I got to take a ferry from Nanaimo, and Nanaimo is like five hours away. Okay, yeah, plus a cool. two-hour ferry, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to go to shows now. Now you were okay. So how what all went down with Chainsaw? Because Chainsaw was so, I thought it was doing really well, and then COVID just fucking destroyed shit or what? So yeah, when when COVID happened. We were the first bar to, because um, the the day that it was happening here was St. Patrick's Day, and we were the first bar, and a bunch of bars followed suit where we, um, where we said we're canceling St. Patrick's Day, and then it okay. ended up being um, that very that morning I think it was that Doug Ford, uh, the premier, um, like just had the lo- started the lockdown. Um, okay. So that, so that would have been March seventeenth. By late March, the owner decided um, that he's going to... He was the first person that I, I talked to and per, that I knew as a friend that was like, this is going to last more than a year. Everybody else was like, oh, this is, you know... They, Temporary. I didn't know what was happening. Nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner of Chainsaw was the first person who was like, this is going to happen for more than he's a year. He's like, we all die fuck, in fuck, a year. Fuck <laughs> down. And he's like, I can't, I can't afford to have uh like you know how the fucking rent is here no shit for uptown waterloo for a bar that big like he would have lost a lot of money good for him he was smart yeah because like yeah nobody uh 
says anything bad about him shutting down the business. He's no, a good guy. That was, he, that was, he had to do it. He had yeah. to do it. So, so it was the Silver Spur before that, right? Yeah. Did he own that as well, or did he buy the Silver Spur? No, no, no. He just bought the the. He didn't buy the physical building. He just bought like the business, like the business. Then. Yeah, lease, lease okay. the building. Yeah, and didn't change okay. anything down because it was around because it was supposed to be uh, torn down. Right. Fuck. Okay. That sucks, man, but I'm glad. So you went, this wasn't the first place that you worked at, this video game bar. There's been other spots that you've kind of hopped around since then, right? Well, yeah, when we're allowed to go, when we're able to go back to work, I went to Patton Social. Um, they hired me on because they were going to uh, make me into the um, uh, the promoter, like the band manager kind of thing. They're going to make it yeah. into a live music venue. But then that place got fucked over from COVID rent or whatever. Fuck, man, so, fuck. So, Everything got fucked up. But so the, the guy who owns Revive, where I'm currently at, was the owner of Patent Social. He was going to have both of them. But then Revive, sorry, Patent Social, had, the live music venue had to shut down. But then I was able right. to, to revive later. How sad of all these businesses, these amazing businesses that are, you know, just bring people together to have a good time. Just yeah. can't, you know. Um, and then all the people, you know, they had that, that loan thing that was going, at least out here they did uh, for people who were having issues with small businesses. But you're yeah. getting all these motherfuckers that don't have businesses that are just, you it know, can't be a fucking loan. It can't be a fucking loan. You got to give somebody some fucking money. It, yes. Yeah, and exactly. it was just loans and all this shit. And it's like, you never really know how to get up out of the hole. And it's like all these family businesses that were actually better than most businesses just fucking got shut down. And it's fucked up. Yeah, and insurance companies just evaded their, their responsibility in the entire thing. Fucking, you know, it's fucked. Oh, it's, 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 such a, it's such a brutal oligarchy. But I don't want to talk about politics. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck politics. Uh, so I want to talk about um, Maxwell's, yeah. house, the, the clubhouse. Yeah. What was what was your – so, okay, I, 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 I was kind of thinking, I'm like, hmm, what do I want to talk to Brian about? I'm like, hmm, I'd like to get like a promo of all the, the big bands that you're dealing with now from the, from the area. You know, because because after, but, but that kind of began at Maxwell's, right? When you started meeting all these bands, what was your role at Maxwell's? Um, I was I was just an outside promoter. Like I was, I didn't technically work at Maxwell's, but I had some okay. good shows there. But the, mm. it was the same as doing shows at Boathouse, Chainsaw, Starlight, all the music okay. places that all the places that every single other one of them is closed except for Maxwell's now. Holy fuck! So Maxwell's still going. Maxwell's is still going. Starlight's gone. Boathouse. Starlight's gone. gone. Starlight's gone, yeah. No way. That's yeah, a, that's the yeah. the last time I was at Starlight, I saw the brains playing. It was savage. Yeah, was it in February just before COVID? Was this it was ago? it was the same night that Josh Deska had his wake. Okay, that was a long, long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. Long time. Yeah. And actually, I think I think I now that I mentioned Deska, I think I remember how I first met you. Like I always knew of you because of hockey. Yeah, and you were like you were like the big guy on the team younger than me, right? That everyone was, that was just running over people. Hell and, yeah! Uh, <laughs> uh, but well, Shy, what are you? Six three? No, six two. But six I'm, two. Yeah, but you're you're a big motherfucker. Yeah, I'm over and, I'm and over three hundred now. On ice hockey. And, and when I was in grade, not, no, yeah, before, in ice hockey. Not before not that big. I was oh still but no, but even two. then, shit, running I, people. I, over yeah. I grew. I was still like over six foot when I was uh, in grade six, and. Uh, yeah. We'd go watch Shine. He'd be just fucking running over people. The, the parents of like the kids that I'd be hurting, they'd demand like a birth certificate for my parents. Oh, 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 I'd be 
That's hilarious. Sixth grade, bro. You were fucking really yeah. bringing people over. The parents were like, Come but you guys, here. you guys won three silver sticks in a row. Am I not wrong? Am I not wrong? Oh, I forget. I know what which did good. That's because yeah, we had Dennis Wyman on the team. Yeah, exactly. He's exactly. The fame now is for fucking not killing that ref. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. That was kind of the end of it for him. And that now I, I, yeah. I saw a picture of him. Uh, he's the defensive coach for the Ra- Kitchener Rangers now. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. No, he was yeah always, I, he's someone just shared that. a picture. I think it was Hayes shared a picture the other Wait, day. Wait, what did he do to the ref? He he got hit in the corner, and he was kind of like startled, and the he ref got in his way, and he thought it was a player, and he cross-checked the fucking ref Fuck into yeah. the boards, and the ref got fucked up, and like I think sued him and shit. Like it was oh, a yeah, big he deal. Him. Yeah, he sued him. So, I mean, but now he's now he's retired. He, he's he's Brian's okay. age. Yeah. So he's yeah. I, I guess so. He did it. Yeah, but if you see it, Paulina, it looks like it's totally intentional. Oh yeah, well, yeah but, I mean you would because if you're just going, it to looks check brutal. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. does, it does not look good on paper. Oh, I'll tell you what. He's a good guy though. I know. I realize he kind of picked on people growing up, but he didn't pick on me, so I guess I kind of liked him. Yeah. But whatever. He, <laughs> fuck man, he was super good at what he does. He played the NHL for like fucking twelve years. I mean, yeah, he made millions of dollars. Yeah. And you hear about Garrett Rank, Shidey? He's Who? a fucking NHL. Garrett Rank, Kyle Rank's little brother. Okay. He's an NHL referee. Oh, that's pretty crazy. Like, like full time. Uh, fuck yeah. that. Let's see what happened yeah. to the other guy. I should get, I should get him on the podcast. Holy oh, fuck. That'd, be, that'd be dope. Yeah. That'll be sick. Okay, so we're back to Maxwell's. What, what is like, what? Okay, here's a, here's a more deep question for you. It's something I've always kind of wondered, Shai. Because me, like, I grew up listening to punk rock. You grew up yeah. listening to punk rock. I did not make that bridge into metal. Okay. Right where, where you did. Right. Okay. Like I, I kind of stayed with the punk rock, and a lot of punk rockers kind of bridged into metal. Like, what band was it that that got you away from punk rock and started focusing on metal? Uh, thrash metal bands like uh, Municipal Waste or Slayer, because they're Slayer, eh? Yes. Well, Slayer, but Municipal Waste is. I don't know. Like, I don't know Municipal Waste. Uh, you don't know Municipal Waste? You should check out no. Municipal Waste. They're crossover thrash, so they're basically. Their crossover is means exactly that. It's the crossover metal punk. punk and metal. So I would definitely listen to some municipal waste if you wanted crossover. Yes, I guess. yes, yeah. no, uh, yes. De- definitely, definitely do it. Yeah. Like th- this, th- this YouTube channel that we're live on right now yeah. is more geared at hip hop. I wanted to learn about hip hop, okay. but I'm realizing there, there's a whole world. Like I know lots about punk rock. I know lots about yeah. hip hop. There's a whole world yeah. of metal that I haven't even experienced yet. Oh, yeah. Besides what like Grossy showed me like cannibal corpse and King yeah. parrot. And you know, my, my, my versions of metal is kind of what strung out turned into. Yeah. You know what, what they're doing now. Like I, I appreciate that, but it's not really my thing. I still like my, like, you know, real simple drums, real simple. I just like I, I like simple grooves. I you don't can know definitely what it is. hear the metal influences and strung out. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and they like since Suburban Teenage Wasteland Blues, that was like a real, real aggressive punk rock album. Yeah, but they've got they've got more metal each record that they put out. Yeah, you know, Pauline, Pauline, I'm sorry, you probably have no idea what we're talking. <laughs> I'm not about. names, but you know, I'm very, I love fucking music in general, but I love metal music. That's one thing I do. Yeah. And now yeah. the name, like you know, if I start naming some people, are gonna be like, oh god, she's she's new. But no, but but something about it, uh, you know, every all music conscious and emotion. It kind of just it, like metal music, uh, really gets out the the fucking constant anxiety and all this shit. Kind of just does it for you, so you're just kind of like, yes, mm-hmm. like I need this right now because I don't know, yeah, you know. Um, but I but I absolutely adore music. So whatever you guys are talking about, um, uh, punk music. I like Jonathan listens to punk music. 
Like, you know, you guys. Is, it, is it now? This is a big thing. Is it punk music no, or no, is it punk rock punk. music? It's, I don't it's, really like punk music. I don't really like <laughs> punk. Punk rock. I don't, I, I don't like really like punk. I like punk rock. It is, the thing. There is a know. distinct difference. There is. You're 100% right about that. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, I couldn't even answer that for you because I know he, he does like punk music, but I can't say if it's just punk rock or punk because there is a big right. difference though. And I think we heard it. I think you showed me one time or showed uh, one of our shows we did, but, um, but uh, metal music is like, Please, I love it. I love yeah, it. well, well, Shide is involved. Um, how how many how many bands are you involved with right now, Shide? Uh, three that are playing. <laughs> Another thing we had in common growing up is that we were both bass players. Yeah, that's the way to go. That, but I mean, why why didn't you didn't really play in a band though in high school? Did you? Uh, uh not good ones. <laughs> but no, not nothing that stayed together, right? <laughs> no. Like we, Why uh, not? we play Lancer Paloozas. I don't think I played outside of like the high school. Oh really? Eh. Yeah. But now you're playing all over the place. So so yeah. what bands? What bands are you in? Are you dealing with now that you're working with? Uh, the black metal band I have is called Stolos. Um, okay, I've heard. I've seen. I've seen stuff for that. I've even. Heard, I've even listened to some that you've posted. Yeah. They then we'll be having a new album out uh, next year. Everything kind of got pushed back with everything that I've been going through lately. But uh, yeah. and then the other one is a hardcore band. Um, cool hardcore, like a black flag type of hardcore. Um, okay. Uh, uh, they're called Bad Egg. Um, they're stop rolling with that. Planning shows with that and planning, uh, getting uh, getting around um, uh, Ontario and Quebec. So, so this is a question for the unbanned people, the non-banned people, because I'm curious when you, because I'm very like a solo kind of artist. I, not that I can play all instruments so, like that, but. But when you have an idea, let's just say you're chilling and you're like, dang, I got this sick ass idea. You could be whatever, lyrically, anything. Or maybe you just played something. You're like, yes. How do you get everybody to agree? Do you really have to find similar like minded people or do people just look for good people or like what? It, how does that work? It depends work? on the band. So for the okay. black metal band, I'll be writing for it. And we actually will. Um, it, it's a, a program called uh, Tux Guitar, just kind of like Guitar Pro. So basically okay. on this program, you can write down the tabs on it and then share that uh, file with uh, other bands. So members. you're writing in tabs. You're writing yeah. in tabs. You, you actually but, but tab like out one, all your one, music. One, not like music theory shit. No, no, tab, 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 tab. <laughs> no, yeah, tablisher. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, that that's uh, that's awesome you're doing that because like, uh, for example, Propagandi, who I know you're a big yeah. fan of, just yeah. released, uh, I forget which album it is. Yeah, yeah, they I, just, saw, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, yeah they released all of their tab and all of their music from that album for, yeah. for other musicians to play because that shit is next level, man. That's another band that, uh, that I've hung on to since I was like 12 or 11 years old is Propagandi. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So they're hundred percent. They're awesome. They're unbelievable. So unbelievable. you do this. There's no one like them. So you yeah, write this do thing down. You can, you can share it with the other band members. So that's for the more complicated stuff. Um, okay. for the punk, for the punk bands, it's like, we'll fucking jam a couple times, learn the song a couple times. Blowing the song and after a couple jams and then just exactly play. like that. and that's oh, why I love it. Cool. So tell, okay. tell me about your uh, tell me about your punk bands. What are they called? Who's in them? A bad egg. Bad egg is the punk band. Um, the uh, the guys are from all over. Like that's why we can only jam so much. But there's okay. people in Windsor, Toronto, and Cambridge, so it's hard to jam. Right. But it's kind right. of like a, a minor threat, if but for people on drugs. Okay. Um, no, oh, non yeah. straight non straight edge minor threat. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And then the other yeah. one is uh, like hyper metal. hyper political, like like aggressively political. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> that's wicked. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That, so that's that's not that's what I'm into. 
Yeah, bad egg. Bad <laughs> egg. You gotta send. You gotta send me some bad egg, that's, dude. That's I'm the, very that's excited. That's the one I suggest for you. Yeah, bad egg. That's the one I know. You egg. Okay. Yeah. Can you? Can you? Uh, can you send me? Is there anything on YouTube? Yeah. Um, Do you want to watch egg. something? There's a. Uh, I'll send some stuff to you right now. Sick. Okay. That yeah. Can exciting. um can you put the put the link in the private chat? Uh, I'd be doing it on my computer. Can I send it oh, to you? Oh no, but you, but in the in oh I see. I see. Um okay, send it to me on uh, a Gmail, conscience at gmail dot com. Ooh, I can't wait to hear it. Can you, oh I want to hear send bad me that egg. Yeah. On uh, over Facebook? Yeah. Okay. I'll do the bad egg first. Okay. Conscience. And so you do the you, you do the bass plane for these yeah. for the bands. Oh, it's bad, all yes. bass, right? All bass. All the bass. Every 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 band you play in is bass. Yeah, and then the, the other one is Spook the Beast, which is a new uh, uh, kind of doom metal sludge band. Cool, I got it. Doom metal so sludge many, band. There's so many fucking is. genres of music. It's I know insane. It's insane. Like, and you know th this guy Paulina is rooted in the. This is a Kitchener <laughs> Waterloo icon. I'm telling you. Thanks. Oh, this yeah. guy. What the fuck? That's I badass. Oh, oh you are, it. man. Like whenever, whenever I, for, for 20 years, whenever I was going out in Waterloo, which was not often because I've lived all fucking over the place, but yeah. whenever I was in Waterloo living or visiting, I always made sure to come see you at Chainsaw. Like yeah. I, I love that place, man. Yeah. And like me and punk rock, Sarah, you know her, she still see her ever. Punk rock, big wig, like big wig, like Sarah. Oh, that works at mean screens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I She's she she was a good friend of mine. We we both volunteered at the um, at the uh, rescue, the the wildlife rescue place in Waterloo, and that's how I met her. Yeah, okay, and yeah, uh, and then we became good friends after that. I wonder how she's doing because she has some serious health issues. I wonder if she's yeah, doing okay. Yeah, she does. No, I would see her because um, she was uh, you know, Jan. Yeah. Uh, because we were doing a band before too, and then Sarah would always be hanging out with them. Um, right on. So cool. We hung out quite a bit in the like. But that was probably about three years ago. But yeah, yeah I wonder how she's doing. I saw her probably about six months ago when I was at Mean Screens. And if you eating. see her, if you see her, tell her how to get in touch with me. Sure. That'd be that'd be phenomenal. I'd like to hear from her. We because sure, we really I'll, bonded. I'll, I'll, we really bonded over punk rock too. Yeah, no. She's and Bigwig, big Bigwig was a band that I never really gave a chance till recently, man. Like last five years, I'm talking about. I never gave Big Wig. I even saw Big Wig open for No Use for a Name. Rest in peace, Tony Sly. When I was like 20. I even saw them. I still just did not get into it. I don't think I was ready for for the intensity of it all, to be honest. Yeah, it's, bl it's blunt. They're it's awesome blunt. Though, yeah, I know they're great. Did you send me the link? Uh, I'm sending it right now. Cool. I'm am so bad egg. Who's in that band? Tell me tell me a little bit who's in that. Uh, so that one is uh, they're not guys that you would know, but it's from a, a guy. His other band is Frank Dukes, who I know you'd like. Um, and okay. then we got the drummers in Wordplay, John Creedon and the Flying Hellfish, and um, <laughs> your pal Bill. I know you'd also like all those. Those are kind of oh fuck, man! You gotta you gotta send me some links on Facebook or Instagram or something. I'm yeah. I'm always on the lookout. I'm always on the lookout. Um, I haven't got your email yet. Um, yeah, uh, two, thirty seconds. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> bad egg. I feel like that relates to everybody. We're all fucking just bad eggs, aren't we? Yeah. Like what, what's the uh, what's the other punk rock band? There's Bad Egg and, and what else? I'm, oh no, it's I'm, a doom metal band called Spook the Beast. Yes, yeah, Spook the Beast. What a fucking Spook, who comes up Spook with the names? The I'm just curious. That one. Anybody? That one was uh, 
uh, the guy, the, uh, the guy Alex, he came up with that. He's that one for writing music. Um, going on a previous a question, he kind of writes pretty much ninety percent of the music. Oh, so, okay. Came, so sometimes you have a band leader. Sometimes you you do the music. Sometimes you sit back and relax. It's nice. That's well, yeah, that's right on. Sit back and relax. <laughs> and like, how how far would you say that the tentacles of of the like you being the heart? of the music scene that you're involved in, um, how far do your tentacles go? Like, like, do they go as far as like uh, Niagara Falls or say, or like, uh, no, you, know. you just kind of, uh, you'll meet up with other people and then kind of do show swaps from there. But I okay. don't like doing, um, I don't even like doing shows in Cambridge. <laughs> Why not? Cambridge, Cambridge is pretty ghetto. Well, I, well, it, it's more, I that's where my, my son like, was born there. Eh? <laughs> Whoops. But, Ooh, but we, like, yeah. we sold out a show there once, but it was like then I had to uh, do a drive uh, a taxi out service home, and it cost me a hundred bucks. So you're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was too, I got too drunk in Cambridge, and then I had, it was too hard to get home, so I didn't want to do it anymore. Like a hundred dollars. Right on. <laughs> we just, you know what? Someone, someone is enjoying this conversation so much. His name is Shuey Doobie, and he just fucking. Super chatted five bucks. Oh, so me and, you just you just gave me and Pauline about two bucks each. So thank you, I appreciate <laughs> thank that. Thank you. Cool. Uh, after YouTube takes your cut, uh, yeah, totally. Okay, so I got I got bad egg. If you guys want to listen to bad egg, I'm totally down. Yeah, put on that gate creep. It, is it a gate? Yeah, gate creep. Is it is it um is it a video or just music? It's a video. Oh, okay. So I'll put uh, so I'll go like this then. There we go. Okay, this is Brian Scheid's punk band called Bad Egg. This is Gate Creep. I love when I get to play music on the podcast. It isn't going to get me copyrighted. Yes. Let's uh, put this full screen. Love the cornfields.
what is okay? There's there's two bands. Yes. Shy, that was off. That was awesome. Yes, by yes, the way. And yes. I yes. love it. Um, there there are two bands that it remind me of. One of I can't think of the name. Uh, the the first one the first one is Raise Fist. Yeah. Ra- raise Raise Fist. Raise Fist. Cr- cr- yeah, like dedication. Yeah. <laughs> raised Raised Fist. Okay. Um, oh, raised. And there, yeah, there's like a, there's another one. They're 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 a Fat Records band. Um, I can't think of the name of them. Um, maybe you know them. Uh, what the fuck is their name? It's right on the tip of my tongue. They kind of like uh like scream like they're dying when they sing, and it's fucking phenomenal. Oh, uh, what the? I, I got Records bands. Uh, well, they're 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 not a, they're not an old school Fat Records band. What the fuck are they called? I'm going I'm going to Fat Rec. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Fatwreck.com also like gave me dying. gave me the uh, permission to use their music on my YouTubes, which is pretty cool. Oh, um, cool. Okay, so bands. Okay, uh, so where where are, where are artists? Can you guys see what I'm doing right now? No. No. Oh, you can't. We, we just we're like yep, yep, and yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Okay, the clowns, Koki the clown, the copyrights. No, no, no. Uh, Brian, that um, was dope as fuck. Yeah, oh, dope you. as fuck. I I, yeah, I, I, I heard I heard one of my favorite videos, bands. So. Yeah, one of one of my favorite bands. I heard Ray's fist in that, and that's a serious fucking compliment. Fuck, I, they're not fucking on here. Can, not cancer bats. Not cancer bats. That's cancer bats are from Toronto. Are they? Eh? Yeah. Are I they? had no. I had no <laughs> idea. That's dope. God damn it! Canada has just I, has cool ass people. I'm moving. I. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't fucking think of the band name. It's gonna. It's gonna hit me after you're gone, Brian. And I'm going to. Yeah. And I, you're, I'm gonna message you, and you're gonna. You're gonna get it. You're, you're gonna like, get oh, exactly yeah, what I'm talking about. That, those people. Okay. I should, I should get off right here to go to work. Yep. Cool, man. No, it was. Thank it was you, great Brian. talking Thank to you. you. So much. Yeah. yeah we'll we'll have you fun. on. Again. We'll have you on again, and we'll do we'll do some more of this sometime. Thank you so much for coming on. Good. Thank you very Bye, much, Brian. Brian. Thank you. All right, buddy. See you soon. Have a good shift at work. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh, what the fuck is that band's Pop-Tart. name? What the fuck is that band's name? He's a Pop-Tart. I like him. He's got such a cool, just chill. He's the kind of person you want to chill with like every day because he makes music and everything like his life. Yeah. That's his life he, and your life. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's worked in, in bars promoting music yes. his entire his entire adult life. He's a year yes. younger than me. So he is 38 years old. Good for him. I like people that really know what, the, what they're going to do with their life and they just stick to it and they do it and they love yeah. it and it's just yeah. them. So, you I know, can't that believe cool. I I can't believe I can't find that fucking band. I almost feel like you should now, just because I know it's gonna bug you the entire time. <laughs> I know it's gonna bug me the entire time. It's from time. Fat Records, which it's Fat uh, Records, which I'm on right now, and it doesn't yeah. have all their bands. It doesn't have all the bands that are on it. I don't. I think. liked I liked the music. I loved I liked that switch up. Did you hear that switch up? It was like ow, it's like slow down. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, and, and, going and, and they did that as the guy went back into the yeah, cornfield, which was totally so cool dope. too. I can't find it. There, there. Maybe they just put one record on on Fat Records. I have no idea. It's gonna fucking bug me. I'll I think know. about it eventually. I already know. So, so we, we, uh, since we got half an hour to spare, you still want to do what we were gonna do? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you? Okay. So, sure. Yeah. We, okay. Well, we got ha- we got half an hour to uh, to to get through. So we're gonna do a bit of a history of my music. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna walk you through. I don't, we don't. We obviously don't have time to play 19 songs, but we're gonna walk you through the 19. Like one albums. each. The, yeah, well, if we can, that, that's a one each. One each from every album I have would probably be an hour, at least. So we only oh, got yeah, half an hour. Sure. Yeah, so I'll yeah. pick and choose. So, um, okay, let's get into it. This one is from 1999, Pauline. Oh my god! And tell them where you can get your music because I mean, like you, you know. What yeah. I mean? Okay. 
I'll, uh, so what I'll do is I'll go like this. That is wilkshake.bandcamp.com, wilkshake.bandcamp.com. Just want to give a shout-out to Jonathan Mayhart, Ignacio, Ignacio Lascano, and Shuby Doobie. Even give Thank us money. Guys. And Shuby, yeah. we, we got to get Shuby on the show as well. Oh, we gotta, how can we have not got this? I, I well, guess. I know. I, well, he didn't he didn't sign up for it. And I was focused on more people that, that commented on that well, post. Well, yeah, yeah. But yes. now we're just kind of like shy, of course. He just came to mind because I'm like, oh, this is a cool dude. Yeah. Let's fucking have him on the podcast. And, you know, I, I've known him since I was probably seven or eight years old. Yes. And, um, but, oh, uh, yeah. But that's cool. So, so this is um, – so shout out to Shuby Doobie. We're going to get you on the podcast. Maybe next uh, next week is booked, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Yes, maybe the week after that. Tattoo girls coming on the oh no, tattoo girls next. Then uh, caramelized dude uh, who made the app is my guy for next next. Yeah, next next for me is a general surgeon. Oh shit! (laughs) Yeah, I'm bringing on a general. I'm a what the fuck? I I I managed a restaurant in Montreal, and his my buddies were in his classes on the way to becoming doctors. They're They're all doctors. Yeah, they're all doctors. Okay, so let's get into uh, the kids oh, are whistling. Shit. This is from 1999. It's all the 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 music. It's all it, because oh it was gosh, on. A, it, it, it was on. This cover. It was on a tape. It, it was recorded on tape. So the whole album is one track. So you have to download the whole thing. So I'm gonna try and get through yes. the intro. Oh my god. Get through the intro that I wrote and uh, get to the. First Look at that pop tart face. Who made that drawing? Who I painted that? that. I painted that. Oh my god, I love you so much. Yeah. Ah, he's like, mm. it looks like yeah. a Donald Trump in a way, just a cracked out version. I love it. <laughs> this is, you this is, I probably painted that in 1997, you know? Yeah, so I mean, so you predicted some yeah. shit. I knew it. I Maybe knew I it. did. Maybe I did. Okay, hold on. Okay, here we go. So this is just the intro. years old. Isn't it weird that I said Pauline? No, Pauline, Pauline looks like a man. Oh, thanks. Uh, I, yeah, I always had things. trouble with making friends, but she rips her hair out at night. I, Pauline, isn't that crazy? I've never noticed that. What? And you got, tra- bro, no, listen. Did you, How you old were you this? in 99? Were you 99, like fucking? 99, uh, 10. You were 10. Yes, because I was born in 89. So I have a question. This was 17 hmm. years old, right? And you got into your accident at 16. So was this like, yeah. like crazy like this must have been a super crazy good i wrote for you. as soon as i could use my hands because i broke all my fingers and both my wrists as soon yeah. as i could use my hands i wrote this album 
Okay, so you were literally, this was like a very, at least a healthy coping skill for you at the time, which oh, is Oh, for sure, God. yeah. Th this is my first solo album. Uh, until 99, I was playing in punk bands and stuff. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's a trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a trip. That's what, the first thing I thought of. I was like, damn, this must have been like. So this is like, these are really, I still, like, when I play live these days, if I'm doing an open mic or something, I still play these songs. Good, like, I'm th happy th you do. Cause... This song, this song is a punk rock version of, uh, a, a song that I still do to this day that I even done live on Instagram. You know, like I, I still play these songs. Fuck yeah. This is like, a, we're kind of looking into my soul over the next That's why I'm minutes. like, it's so interesting because this happened right after that. And then, it, you know, ongoing. It's like your whole journey through it's it. Great. So it's, 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 it's great. Here. Thank like you. It. Uh, thank you for asking me to do it because I never would have done this on my own accord. Yeah, of course. Okay, let's do uh, the rest no, of the song. No, you should anyways. Yeah, maybe I should. That's why I played you that one. I fucking <laughs> love that. I just love that. And then um, you can just hear your, it's interesting because your energy is very um, confined in there. Like, it's interesting. It's like, it's like it was a good outlet for you, but it wasn't so like sporadically just I'm not, like it was just very perfectly in, it was, I can't explain it. Um, do you kind of know what I mean? It was very, not clean and not organized. It was organized. That's what I meant to say. It was, um, yeah. It was very well, corral you know. 
for the shit that I feel I, like you went through. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, these songs I basically wrote from 16 to 17 years old is basically when I wrote these. That, that it just year. was very, felt very good, like good, like organized considering. I was expecting something very just yeah. like trying to just like slam out your emotions, but it was, it felt like it was very organized. Like, well, very... but, but the nature of my disability, the nature of my brain injury is that the injury kept on happening for 20 years. Yeah. It wasn't, oh. it wasn't that bad for the first five. Oh, it's and just, then, that's why and later then on. And five to 15, like, shit got bad. That's what I was going to ask they, you too. They, they told us that was going to happen too. A, a psychologist mm -hmm. once told and me it's like you never know what to expect yeah. until you go through I, I thought I was Superman at this point. I, I'm like, oh, I'm just, I just got what? fucked up. I can't You were walk. young still too. You know, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm in a wheelchair when I wrote this album, right? Dude. I, I couldn't fucking walk when I wrote this album. See, now, now we're going to get into uh, 2002. So I played that. So, so, uh, from 2000 to 2002, I wasn't making music because I was playing in, I was making music, but I was playing in a band called the culprits. I'm okay. not sure what happened to them, but they were a bunch of, a bunch of dudes that I knew from college. So, and, and then I wrote this after I left that band, I, I wrote this one. Oh, look at a little husky. So, so this is from 2002. Fuck. I don't even know which one to play you. <laughs> Let me see. Dear we'll play, we'll play Virgil. just roll on. Just roll on. Yeah. Hopscotch on the sidewalk is hard. When some of us are now gone Some of us are now gone Just hold on This song is dedicated To life rolling on Life rolling Just hold on In the distance I can hear a clarinet songs that I'll never forget but the plant is poison when you touch it it stings just move on the lost and forgotten all the beauty that it brings On the sidewalk is hard, but some of us are now gone. Some of us are now gone. Just move on. This song is dedicated to life rolling on. To life rolling on. Just roll on. Just beside you.
scotch on the sidewalk is hard when some of us are now gone. Some of us are now gone. Just one This song is dedicated to my I think uh, I think I was eating too many mushrooms during this time to do songs. <laughs> What the? F no, I thought it was great. Yeah. Actually, you felt more. Yeah. Uh, you definitely feel like you had experienced some life. Uh, is up to that point for sure. I'm twenty. Just I'm like, twenty at that point. I'm yeah, like point. for sure. Things things are really starting to be like, like you know, really hit you and shit. It's I, I like that song actually. You're Thank you. Hopscotch. Yeah, uh, it's all kind of random. Yeah. No, I mean, I was, I was. Uh, that was when I was in college or just finished college. Mm. Um. So yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Now, uh, Ignacio, oh, uh, Shuby says, this is an amazing snippet of the journey of your art. Thanks, man. Yeah. We got 20 minutes till we got Brandon Skidmore, who is now in the studio. So we're just listening to some of my tunes, awesome. Brandon, uh, because our guests had to leave early. So we're, uh, go, we'll also get you on at the same time. We just got a yes. little bit of a snippet of my music career, career I guess. Yes. And Ignacio says, now you should remix as a hip hop track. Oh, I don't have the masters anymore, Ignacio, but I could do something with it, I bet. Yeah, that'd be tight. Uh, this one, this is, uh, I don't know what I was thinking when I, when I wrote this album, to be honest. I don't know what was going on with me. You're trying to go they're, back home, down home. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They're like, this is. I don't know. I I wrote some weird, like folk music. I guess. What? I love it. It's just a yeah. artistic. Uh, I think you're just. We all do that. I think we'll do that artistic thing. You know. Ooh, I, like, I don't know if I'll be able to listen to all this. What did you do, like casting. half a song? You're surviving. It's really cool to do this. While you're out on the ocean. Fisherman sees right through me on his way to the ocean. Just below the surface. I can't listen to this. We're skipping this album. Ah, uh, you're like I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck was going on with me. Now we're <laughs> like seriously. I must have been oh. just on a mushroom bender when I wrote that. Well, you know what? I, mean, I found it. I found I found a lot of these albums like on an old Mac that I had restored, and I got the contents of the hard drive switched to a new hard drive. Oh, wow. I just I was just like Jesus Christ. This is yeah, before here we like are. here we are. So so this is uh so this is a punk rock album. This is my this is my first solo punk rock album. Oh solo. Um, yeah, do you want to hear one with singing or one with uh, just an instrumental? I'll try instrumental. I want to hear instrumental. Okay, I want to see. And this, this is all this you. Is actually, this is just you did everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. Uh, th this is this one's called Broken Bone Poetry. Whoa, tight. Thank you. 
This is my first time recording my own music. The other ones were all recorded by someone else, right? That was dope as fuck, yeah. And, I, and I, there was this lo local little uh, record label. His name is Chris Moon, This Dark Empire Records. And I said that to him. He's like, yep, let's do one. So he's like, I'm like, you want me for an album? He hasn't even heard me sing yet. And I'm not a very good singer. I sing passionately, but I'm not very good. And, I, and I'm, it's taken me a while to be humble enough to admit that. Like, I'd never, I'd, I'd never make it in the world of music just because of my singing. But my musical abilities, you know, I could probably do something. But, uh, but Honestly, yeah, I, I never it goes together so well, though, that it's not, I think that's the last thing you're really thinking of. You know what I mean? Unless you were, like, some crazy fucking off tune, you'd be like, mm. but your shit flows, and it's you so much, well, like... I like it. You know what I mean? It has a flow to it that's you. Like it's not yeah. really. And so I think um, I think what you're doing is is phenomenal. But there's something beautiful about no lyrics sometimes and just like music mm -hmm. because it gives you such a motion. Um, I have that tattooed on this arm. I have a big skull and it says "Broken Bone Poetry" named after that song. I love it. I love it. That's fucking yeah. dope. Thank you. And yeah. uh, now we're now we're into 2006. Oh my god, we're just moving. This so dope. we only got time for like three more songs. But research we'll, we'll, and develop. Uh, you should do at least one hip hop one because I just think it's okay. So cool then how you then let's okay. Research development. It was a time of uh, depression. Um, research and development. Let's get into si silent psychosis. This is uh, my Ooh. first, my my second. Like this is my first like hardcore album. Yes. Um, um, so let's listen to stacks of cracks. Cool. <laughs> Sometimes her screen. Oh, there she is. There she is. There she is. You always get kicked out. It's weird. 
It always fucking does that. I don't know. It's just Whatever. my phone. You, yeah. you got back in quick. So yeah, we're going to skip. We're going to skip basically. I like your voice. Five I like your years. Voice doing that. Screaming, yes, yeah, exactly. No, it sounds like it. That's what you're meant to do. That is like, and that's that. why that's why I started rapping. Okay, yeah, I Be- like that because I, I can do that and rap, and people appreciate it. And like rock and rock and roll, I don't know. My voice is, I don't know. It's hard to take. Some people either like it or, or you don't, and I appreciate that. I'm okay. That's with for that. every, all music, though. You know what I mean? That's just so. Let's just... um, let's listen to something that you haven't heard, Paulina. Okay. We'll listen. We'll listen to one more hip hop track, and then my latest punk rock track. Dope. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, my, okay. So this is, uh, Spit Boss Kin Volume 2. This is from 2010. We're jumping up to now. Yay. And I don't think you have heard this one. This is with, um, me and a guy named Topez from South Africa and a guy named Learns from the Bronx. Oh, cool. Indeed, there are two kinds of strength. Strength. with age and succumbs to sickness. I love this Then there is the chi, chi, the inner strength. Chi, chi, much more difficult to develop. More like punch in a brain that gets style pinch. Your bones are broken and you're poorly spoken. Forget you with a dirty horse that you rode in on. Now your spine has been compacted and thoroughly spit on. Got no respect for people with dialect that solidifies people under the projects. Meditation fusion with lyrical pollutants. Filling up the air with only one solution. The tactics are proven. The hips are moving. The conceptual delusion giving our brains contusions. Harmony and harp tents and rains harps and parks and dog barks. It's night, it's dark and bark the mark. Quizzes and questionnaires of who's sober or impaired. I declare war on those scared to separate opinions. Dominant fascist corporate decisions. Our ears flashed with samurai G. Spit blast kids, but knuckles to chin. Struggling to contribute, actively passive. The heads are massive. An attack looks shaky and historic. And stirring up friction. Depiction of convicted criminals to the heads that I'm spinning. Explode my opinions. Divisional, provisional, visionary, systematic cracks. Oh. From South Africa, Topaz. Run upon them with chainsaws, the pain saw when you ain't road and pray strong. Even when you're stuck in the temple with gatecords, archaeologists seeking for evidence in my scrolls. Articulating what on my soul when the sky saw, my eyes saw. Annihilation of truth in what the primitive king stored. Reality hidden in clay pots, it's all behind them left doors. Where the aliens make storm and brainstorm, manipulating jigsaws from morning until dawn. Must put its laws roll like a big chord. I wanna be reborn and recapture factors of. The master's lectures for the master's captures Forced to death, the forced class to fracture Reform faces of effort to masters Project thoughts and look to my reflection True doom dimension, bruise view perfection Fossil infections, putting your beliefs in a skirt For your faith to address this Manifestations of your dark sides, cruel intentions In your jewelry deception But lost connections like themselves left without reception If the truth sets you free then why am I in this shackles? The Learns from the Bronx, New York. I'm Will Shakespeare, rip antlers off a of reindeer. Al Qaeda gear, really nothing else to say here. Meditate fear, in the eyes of sightseers, chug a beer. Then go buccaneer, so with government puppeteers. Wrap the whole blogosphere community. In the web, burning, turn the ashes into jewelry. Give me weed, condoms, and Jenna, baby Jolie. I ain't John Ritter, I don't think free company. My spur, 590 animosity toward you obscure. Human beings who try speaking out before they read. They try reaching out before they breathe. But this learning tree. 
terror bench Let them learn and see from the tree of light Insecurities are fucking up your life Don't be too hard-headed, take advice Jam a mic device on your throat Now listen to yourself This is the mind of George Orwell Oh well, oh, well. Learn well. And I just got I, I, uh, I just got in touch with Learns recently. I just really? got in touch with and uh, stay tuned is all I can say. I fucking love that beat stay and the just vibe that it takes you on. So you guys all killed it. Yeah. Okay. I love one it. one more track, hip hop or punk rock. I I know that uh, the Jonathan like the uh, Jonathan Mayhart like the, the hip hop. So let's go one more hip hop. Dope. Let's and then we will it. get our lovely guest Brandon. Brandon, what's his last name again? Uh, you said it. Yeah, you said it. I, I don't even, I didn't even. No, I forget. Brandon. Anyway, I'm Brandon. So I, I remember, and, he, and he's D-O-N, which I really appreciate too. That's how it should be, spe- that's how it should be spelled, God damn it. You're like. Uh, this, this is uh, Twisted Dimensions by me and a guy from Australia named Damo. Check him out. I love Damo, yeah. Yes. Whackin' the Jada Smith, I will sound your faking shit You're striking ripped, I'll snatch your mic like Kanye did Taylor Swift You're fucking on my blazer zone, you know I've read the Game of Thrones I'm so sick they made my home a boy, I can tame a dome I'm out to stop the college grounds and rip nerds It's such a crime when I spit words, it should be illegal or sick birds Everything I'm saying's ill, a straight up real display of skill A battle level of playing field as the Himalayan hills I'll travel to a parallel dimension, bring a mic, meme a double and proof Great minds really do think alike I'll turn your motherfucking do rags for Cuban neckties To make the top ten a party of five with four dead guys I'm built like a large bear with super CPU hardware And a dark layer on a solid gold armchair right and bars there Your rap style it isn't dope While mine got the bitches scope The shit I wrote and listen close to quoted in a Twitter post I'm the sickest to talk bro When I'm spitting a raw flow Like my injected horse growth hormones into my jawbone I'm ready to step through to hell I'm fucking crazy enough to shoot myself And you're behind me just to kill you as well You can exhibit when I tear the roof off I'll pimp my ride There's more dicks in this bitch than your motherfucking Tinder pride So what if you had some cash and a little pat in a pack It just means there's a million faggots that are into Rap and whack. You stare at my fierce and mug, scared of the cold lyric thug, appearing drug, weird, covered in mud, sweat, tears of blood. You wipe and send back to fight till I've regained my appetite for snatching mics, writing tracks at night, hyping rapid time. I'll run up in your office and flip the table, I'll disillable and freaking strangle your DJ with his mixer cable. More persona defines rap with every club that I'm at, have the line back, handing the mic back, scared to rhyme whack. You don't want it with yours, truly shouldn't even talk to me, you fuck mine, I make homemade porn movies with your group. You're such a fucking war grim, I'll pull apart your four limbs and they'll stick a purple heart award. Terrifying. 
you just can't seem to escape the ancient science that the created humans out of vapes. His name is Buck Shake, a deadly snake with tax breaks. Come with head face, my words will get you right baked. Forsaken vacation was surely mistaken. I awakened unshaken, hanging with radical Jamaicans. Some Canadian bacon that was force feeding Satan. Manipulating Freemasons that have become complacent. No more probation, just pupil dilation. Infect the plantation, rubbing the spines of Dalmatians. Devastation, confederation, desecrating your vibration. I'll make you a damn king, then make you a patient. I love working with Damo. I, I haven't talked to him in years. That's... Probably been 10 years since I talked to him. Just try and get a hold of him. Yeah, if he's still just alive. Try and get a hold of him. That'd be dope. I don't even know if he's still alive. How old so, he? I don't know. No idea. But uh, he's a guy that I work with a lot. Trip. That was dope. It was yeah, dope. Yeah, thank you. I loved thank it. Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys were just going uh, so... straight for fucking like dissing. That was like a diss Well, you know, I, like... I, uh, we were young. That, that, that tracks from 2010, I believe. So, you know, this, I was fucking, that's fucking... 11 years ago i was yeah 20, 29 or 27 27 what a trip i loved it i like that that all right like, and um, yo we, we should have known brandon skidmore's last name because it says it in the fucking studio it says brandon skidmore i right can't there. see shit i'm just like you don't see that eh? you don't see that you know i could probably if i went somewhere else but i'm not moving i ain't moving well let's uh let's get him on you got you got Yay. a thumbs up brandon brandon skidmore he is ready brandon skidmore welcome to the podcast Ooh, yeah. how are you Nothing. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for coming on. Yay. Yeah, I was, like those tracks, man. As a kind of like a, I could hear on that on the Broken Bone poetry. I was thinking Zach De La Rocha lyrics, like over that. Oh, it's a little bit of Rage Against the Machine. Nice. One of my favorites. I like that. That's and he's dope. uh and he he's he's a guy I really appreciate because I did a lot of punk rock and hip hop, and he was kind of always a mentor for that realm because he's one of the one of the pioneers of mixing hard rock and hip hop. Yeah, one of, one of the pioneers of that. Amazing. Oh, for sure, man. He's a poet in himself. So, oh, how'd you guys meet? Tell, what, what's this shit? There's some some kind of fucking platform or something you guys met on, or like there's some big guy, some big wig no, Instagram. <laughs> he's so, a big wig. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, so Jay Cabrera is a guy that does, uh, like, a Friday Night Lives, right? And he also does some stuff during the week that's just kind of ad hoc. You know, he might sing some songs. He might do this or that. Is this and the guy that's coming on the podcast, Paulina? Yeah, we need to have a night show for him because he's uh, super busy. Yes. Okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, so he does, like, late night shows, like, at 11 or midnight, that kind of stuff. And so... Are you uh, You're in Texas, right? Yes, I'm in Texas. He's up so in you're, you're So you're mountain time? I'm central time. That's right. So right. So we, you're you're. It's uh, five thirty nine there right now, or six thirty nine. Correct. Oh, so so he said he's in Canada. He's in Canada. Jay's Texas. in Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. So Jay's sick. on the east coast. Uh, so we met on Clubhouse. Actually, that's how I met Jay. I help him with some of his marketing and stuff like that. But you know, we've kind of been. He's been running that podcast or that live on IG, and he's okay. on other platforms. So anyway, we were just on there one night, and somebody just kind of brought something up as like a mental like health type thing mm -hmm. and then i was on there polina was on there yeah and it was uh, we dope talking and yeah it was, i mean it's a really good show even though he didn't really do his normal thing where he's singing it was just like a really like a cleansing show or something like that it's so, kind of fun though to talk okay. have conversation like that it was pretty cool which was why i liked him and i was like oh i want to get him on because because i like when people can like um allow you know we can allow people's opinions and we just chop it up there's no weird like underlining like you know hostility sometimes when you start talking about mental health people get real like you know they know everything and it was just an easy conversation everything was really cool so i, I liked that 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 was a good that was a good show i thought it was fun yeah so he's a man he's a mental health advocate 
Yeah, he's anti-cyberbullying. I know that for sure. Uh, he has okay. that posted. However, I think um, at first I, I was, I think uh, the gentleman that was in the dark, he's like, yeah, let's get Peace Speaker on. And I could see his face kind of like, oh, God, because I'm pretty crazy. You know, and I'm like, this motherfucker is probably scared. I was like, I'm coming on. And then, <laughs> and then he gets on. He's like, oh, because yeah, I don't know. What did you guys, what did yeah. you guys talk about? What, like it the had first to do with that... um, something about relationships and mental health, wasn't it? It was something... Yeah, there were, we kind of went all over the place. Uh, there were some people that at the beginning, you know, that had been in bad relationships, things like that. You know, they're kind of talking about the trauma from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, yes. there's a lot of different ways you can go down that rabbit hole. But, I mean, it was just, it was a really good conversation to help people kind of just open up and get some stuff off their chest and just. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. So right it was on. cool. That was fun. And then, um, okay, so tell, tell, I guess, everybody, like, what you do. Because um, cause Conscious kept asking me, and I was like, I, I know but I don't know. So, but like, okay. it's, a mix, it's a mix of things, right? So, I mean, for my regular job, you know, I'm a marketer, right? That's what I do. Um, but I'm not like your, who do you, who do you market for? So I don't really market for people. I market for various businesses. And so I'm, I'm the guy that's in the background, usually doing the data analytics. I like, I'm big. Okay. Analytics. Like, okay. you know, figuring all that stuff out that uh, nobody wants to bother with because right. you know, I, I mean, I make, I'm just good at it, right? <laughs> okay. So how do you how'd do you, it? Yeah, and how would you get like, into that? Like, so, how did that come across? Okay, real quick background. I was a went to I was a computer programmer. Went into finance. Was a like controller, and then I went into uh, I started my own businesses because I was burned out at 35. 35, I was done. I was how old are you now? Every week, having to report to people in Germany, uh, Detroit, San Antonio. Oh. It was a nightmare. I hated life, right? <laughs> Damn, I would. I, I just quit, it. and so like I quit, and I was like, I don't know what what the hell I'm gonna do, right? So I, I did real estate for a couple of years, and then I just I've always been good at you know numbers and like doing all that. So then I went into marketing because I was doing all the marketing for my real estate business. That took off, and it's turned into a big business, and we're actually kind of releasing some new products that nobody else has on the market right now. So right what on. is it? I'm just kidding. So how do you do it? What's it made of? No, no. So uh, wait, how old are you now? I am 42. Oh shit! Okay, you look like a little. You look good for your age, buddy. Yeah. You look good for your age. I I figured I was older than you for sure, and I'm 39. Well, conscious, you look young as fuck too, motherfucker. What do you? I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna age gracefully, Paulina. You're like, not me. I'm out here in Los Angeles, dying slowly. It's okay. Uh, Have you ever like um? Have you ever entertained like 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 online personalities or musicians or like? youtubers or gone down that road of digital marketing no i haven't it's uh i mean this has really been my like I've, we've been doing the north cafe which is going to be something sort of like that yeah so, i was looking at that page today actually yeah so the north cafe you know we're telling there was story. another there was another guy that was in in all the videos that i watched john silvers must have been yeah yeah he's an amazing instrumentalist um, so, but the way it's like, so what we're doing right now is we're telling the backstory. So I'm the narrator of that story and I'm telling a story and it's, it's a little bit mythical, you know, it's got some different components to it, but we're bringing that cafe into life, right? Into existence. Okay. Then it's going to be an episodic EP thing going on. So we'll bring guests that, you know, people that have been a big influence for us or helped us, they'll come into the cafe and we'll have interviews with them and like tell a story about them and it'll keep the story going along, but we'll also be telling background on them. And so they will be the visitors of the cafe. Oh, right. that's like cool. And stuff like that. That's that awesome. badass. What, what, that actually what, sounds kind of cool. What a cool idea. And it keeps yeah, it going. Sure. Very different creative idea, but I mean, people like that, you know, have been really gravitating towards it. 
Well, because right everyone on. likes a backstory. Everyone sees a, a character of some sort, and it's kind of like, huh, I wonder what they're about. Especially if they're interesting, you kind of want to know, like, how did this person form? Like, Kim and I like that. Me and Conscious, we love knowing people's, like, we don't just, like, we're in, we met in the poetry community, but we're like, yeah, but what's behind the poet? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And we like, everyone likes yeah. a good backstory. So well, that's yeah. brilliant. The interesting about what we did is, like, I'll tell a section of the story, then the music comes in, and it's all instrumental. And that's supposed to continue the story. So, like, you know, one is, like, the first one he's talking about gambling is soul, right? And then the first song is high stakes. But it's all instrumental. And it's, uh, so it's our, Silver's and Elfinbow. Uh, she's from Wales. The three of us have been, you know, putting the story and music together. And it's, it's a really cool transition between story, music, and it's something very different that nobody else, you know, we haven't seen anybody else doing it. It's just been really cool and well-received so far. So you're a writer for the show or a musician yeah, for the show? I'm a writer. Okay. So, 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 okay. So, so I don't know anything about you, to be honest. I, I, to like, I purposefully know nothing about people before I bring them on because it it's helps better. me. It just, it's just better to learn. And, and that, that's what makes the show, I guess. But, um, any, any music in your blood at all? So I'm a, I really enjoy music. Um, I've never been able to really play music. So I, so how'd you start working with musicians? Like how'd that go? I mean, it's just been a thing that, I mean, I'm, I'm my marketing background, I'm good at kind of doing that. And I've always just, I have like friends here in Austin who are in bands and I kind of help them with some stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, random stories. Like, so one night I went out and I was uh, South by Southwest, right? And so we're out there and I just, I talk to everybody. Like everywhere I go, I talk to everybody. And so the, I can start talking to a guy who's a promoter. We get to, we, you know, start talking and we start running around South by Southwest together, you know, during the week. He goes to see my friend's band. Then, like a year and a half later, he calls me. He's like, "Hey, do your friends want to come to this thing called Banjo Barbecue?" I was like, uh, "That kind of sounds shady, right? I don't know." That sounds kind but of funny. <laughs> for the prior year, it was Willie Nelson had headlined it the year before. The Avid Brothers. No shit. And I was like, "Yeah, I think you better go." And so we and they played a show, but it's just like stuff like that. Right on. That's badass. <laughs> so what? What should what should we be doing? Like trying? This is our like eighth or ninth episode of the podcast like i know how to i know how to make it sound good and i know how to get it on platforms but i don't know how to market it at all yeah like I mean, it's, it baffles me yeah uh, so podcast marketing is a very specific niche and i know some people that are like really good at it i mean but what i know just uh, like offhand is you know lives also help if you're streaming live which i can see you're doing there yeah. That helps a lot. And then also just, you know, there's a very specific way to go about the marketing. And, you know, these guys that do that, they, I mean, they release all these clips. Uh, it's like those ones that are the wave files, you know? Yeah, we just started doing clips. We just yeah, started so doing Those clips. help a lot because then people will, like, see what you're doing, kind of get a feel for you, stuff right. like that. But you can also just build it through your social media, right? Build up your social media and then drive people to the shows. Yeah, that's kind of what I, that's kind of how we're how we're doing things. So, but the thing is with, doing... with but with Instagram, like I used to have such a big network on Instagram, but I fucking hate Instagram. Like I hate I hate to be honest, it's just like fuck, I can't wait till we're I love so many people from Instagram. Don't 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 get me wrong. But I can't wait till we have a whole world of guests that aren't from Instagram. You know. So, here's my uh, I'm is... so sick of Instagram. But uh, like I don't like social media being on social media and that's where I that's where I live my business life right right I'm very good at it but I don't like a lot of the things about it so you know I, like it's just kind of a weird dichotomy I guess you know from what I do to what what I like actually feel about it you know 
Yeah, right. I think that's right. the same for a lot of people. I feel like we have this love-hate relationship until you find this weird place that you kind of, if a creator, I think, because I never, I, I didn't know, like, poetry community for Instagram existed. I had no fucking clue. No. But then but then I was kind of like, well, what? So what if there was, like, a con- conscious, what if you found, like, area in Instagram, right, or whatever, that, like, was specifically a community of, like, podcasters? Oh, or I'm sure it exists. You know I'm what I mean? I'm sure it exists. Okay. I'm sure it exists. Interesting. But the, to, like, the apple does not fall far from the tree. I, I just, um... I yeah. don't like I don't like the closeness of it. I don't like how how personal it gets. That's what I don't like about it. That's why I like YouTube. Uh, your micro your microphone's off, Paulina. That that's why I like YouTube because it's way it's way less personal. Instagram is very personal. I like the personal part. That's why I like it. But I can see that you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. For me, it's just like here's my art. This is what I do. Listen to it or don't listen to it. Read it or don't read it. Whatever you like. Um, see you later. I don't really want what to What do you, to you think about it? Because I know you kind of started to kind of like go around, like you started kind of giving your, a little bit of your writing, right? Out. I think you said Kripa had read some of your stuff. And then yeah, you're a friend of Kripa. So the, where I'm going to use Instagram to actually get, I made a lot of connections through Instagram that support me in that creative space. Because my, you know, my background and, you know, with the things that I do, I've, you know, have always been very analytical things. And those things weren't really up for discussion in those circles, right? That people don't care about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I found an audience and a group of people that would help me with my creativity and, like, you know, care about it, right? And then I'd written a ton of stuff going through, you know, divorce and, like, you know, all these things in life. And I'd never shared any of it. And John Silvers, who's on the, you know, one of the members of the North Cafe, was the first person that ever got me to share anything, Right. And I put a, a, he heard one of my poems one night and he's like, okay, we're doing this thing called the North Cafe. You have to come join us on that. Like after he heard that, he was just like, that was amazing. Right? That's cool. And so like so, spoken word or like, just kind of. Story to it. Sorry. Oh, it's like spoken word poetry. Do you, I mean, are you comfortable doing that or you kind of have a voice for it? I think that'd be cool. Word. And uh, this story that I'm narrating is just a spoken word story on the North Cafe. And is there is there physicality to the North Cafe, or is it more just like of a concept? So it's so when he first started describing it to me, kind of they, they were kind of really trying to wrestle with what it is. And when he told me, like, so they had started talking about it. Let me give you a little background on it. So John, you know, Silvers was having it going through a really rough time in his life, and he went to this room called the True North, and that kind of he got him back on his feet. He, you know, was able to get his get back get his life back together basically through support from those people so he wanted to invent something that would you know carry that forward so he started telling me about this and we started talking about it on clubhouse and uh ig and then these rooms started popping up called find your or the north cafe and people were helping people in these rooms right so it was starting to manifest itself i was like dude this is like something that's popping up everywhere it's not it's not a physical thing it's a virtual thing that shows up anywhere people need it Right. That's dope. Because they were in like Buenos Aires, you know, one was being hosted there, one was being hosted in, you know, like Romania. And so that's going to be the concept going forward is this is we're going to bring this cafe to life, but it can appear anywhere to anybody that needs it at any time. Mm-hmm. So telling people's it, story that it helped, it pretty yep. much is where, oh, that's dope. Okay. So, so there's lots of room for like, um, people working together, like, like yes. th- there's performances, like, like, could, would I be able to contribute? a live song or like a recording of a song or how would you go about getting the actual stuff from me? So we're just still like bringing in that backstory, but then we're going to start inviting people on, right? And yes. Then- what I, and now that that's why I asked. 
because what what I recommend is that now Instagram you can't use a good microphone. You know, you, it, they don't. It's just through phones. You know, you can't go yeah. live from your computer, which totally fucking sucks. But YouTube, you can. Yeah. And it sounds way better. And then if you use the site that we're using right now, StreamYard, you can have up to 10 guests on the show. So you guys should start some kind of live, like like we were doing, like a, a live organized open mic. Yeah. So we haven't really laid out how we're going to do that, but I, we do record everything for the actual stories. So I will have to, we will have to have all that pre-recorded for that, but then we might do a live to go when, it, when we launch that episode, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he's right though. Conscious is right. There's like, yeah, you can always tell the difference, I guess, when it gets more serious. I think when you guys really like, this is what we're doing, how we're going to get going. Um, something about just quality for professionalism. Cause I think it sounds like an insanely great thing. And I, I can see it really going because people need help right now. People want to be heard right now. You know, people want to be seen right now. And um, as far as like, everyone's going through a hard time. And so just for the concept alone, yeah, definitely. Um, when you guys take that turn, like that professionalism, well, you know, your marketing it's so gonna you pay off. Know. It's, it's yeah, gonna pay big off. time. Yeah. It's so dope. That's yeah. such a great idea. Like collecting, collecting, and collecting, and sitting, and sitting, and sitting. I can't do it. I need to fucking press it and release it like immediately. I'm not patient whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. But, oh, but man. I, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, patience abounds with me. It has to. Yeah, yeah. You're more analytical, so you're more like you have if you take a step a to b it has to be you're gonna get a to b like you're not gonna be like and that's what's you know. weird uh, like and this is something i struggle with even today i have the super analytical mind and a super creative side and the two there's no in between and so those two argue a lot i'm, I'm the same way man i'm the exact same way i mean it, it, it like it's always a who's gonna be in charge you know and so like when they come together and they create something that's beautiful, but they don't come together very often. Oh yeah. And I, you know what? I've thought about this conundrum quite a bit often as well. It's, um, I'm always in deep thought. It might be, it could be anything, but it's always deep and like focused. I'm it's hard. It's, I can't focus on two things at a time. I just can't. Right. I just can't do it. Um, I like when, when I'm, when I'm online, I'm focused on it. When I'm when I'm thinking about bills and how I'm going to pay them appropriately, I'm I'm thinking about it intensely. Yep. I, I can't just kind of drift off into like um, simple mind. I I don't I have no I have no um, relax mode. You know, it's just like a, my mind's always going really really fast, and uh, I think that's a big part of my problem. To be honest, is, is yeah, my mind, mind is fast. always racing all the time. Mm. Like even when I'm not doing stuff, it's like it's trying to create something or figure something out, you know, in the background. Yeah. And so I can relate to that a lot. It's a, it's a, it can be a, it can be a tiring thing at times too. Yeah, it is. It's exhausting. Oh, and that's why, that's why I'm that. surprised you don't pay instruments because that, that was like the, uh, the instant grab when I was younger going through the, the racing mind was to grab onto something and learn something. But well, I guess you, you, I was an athlete when I was growing up. Oh yeah. What'd you play? Uh, when I was young, I played everything, but I was best at uh, baseball and soccer. I actually got to try out for the U.S. Junior Olympic soccer team when I was twelve. Nice. No shit, wow. eh? Wow, that's. Yeah, and Paulina, I, didn't didn't I, you I, play I like pro soccer too, Paulina? Yes, yeah. semi-pro. So bad mm -hmm. it, was, it was not even funny. <laughs> you said what? Right. When I went to the tryouts, I got schooled so bad it was not even funny. They were. Oh yeah, the level goes up and yeah. so you 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 see the difference. Yeah, I I was just fifteen. I was fifteen playing on a, a nineteen uh, platinum level team, which and lived in England. So then. Uh, I mean, at that level was just like, I only got on the team cause I, my bicycle kicks and, and, and my banana kicks in the goal for corners. So they were like, yeah, we, you know, I got on the team, but that didn't mean I was going to fucking play. And I'm glad I didn't. Cause these bitches in England, holy, 
they're like yeah. whole massively, different fucking world it's out another there. zone yeah so whole i different world soccer yeah. is a, is definitely amazing um it, but if you want to take it that far it's very difficult to start oh. narrowing down you know yeah. But I mean, I love it because it's a global thing, right? And it's just, oh, yeah. I watch, like, I watch Germany, uh, the Bundesliga, I watch the EPL, like, I mean, I watch American football too, but, you know, it's just like, I kind of watch all of that. And I just, I enjoy the hell out of it. It's a different. Yeah. Up here in Canada, it's hockey. Everything's hockey. Oh, my dad was ice hockey. I think I told you that, Conscience. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he, he, was mm-hmm. he played was, like uh, semi-pro the... hockey. Yeah, but he, oh, you know what they'd always talk about? Even I remember this growing up, he'd be like, the Canadians, because like Canada's just yeah. like known, you know. So he would yeah, be... you dominate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. So what's it? What what part of Texas do you live in? I'm in Austin. So is that how many people live in Austin? Like a few million? Oh uh, yeah, it's a couple million, but man, it's getting crowded. Like you know, the Tesla stuff is all moving here. Like all these yes. Oh, Elon Musk is uh, Elon Musk is moving to fucking Texas, eh? Well, he has yeah. They're he's moving like everything over there, like the main Texas. building of Amazon. And it's fucking you know, huge. It's funny because it, it, you know it, it's weird because, like, look at Joe Rogan, you know, uh, look at Elon Musk. These huge, like, center conservative like me, businesses are moving from a very liberal state to a more conservative state. These these the richest the richest people in the world. Yeah, Texas is very business friendly. That, that's one piece of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Housing costs are much lower. Yeah. All these places. So the people from California move here and buy two houses. I was so what, say, is the, yeah. what is the average? The average three bedroom, two level house go for maybe two thousand square feet. Well, like what you know, like so. And there's a big difference between now and a few like about six months ago. But um, you know, six months ago it was probably about three hundred thousand. Now it's probably up to three fifty. Three. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's oh, even God. cheaper than the cities in Canada. Oh, but, well, that's so that's American though. That's American though. No, no, no. So it's pretty pretty similar because the Canadians. That's insane. Years I just cannot. <laughs> you should move to fucking Texas, Paulina. I want to. Be way My... outside the city or close in, but. I mean, similar weather. There, there's got Dallas be some... is pretty expensive, isn't it? No, it's about. To, I mean, like, so Austin is a little a little pricey right now, but Dallas. I mean, there's so much space. I used to live in Dallas. I've lived all over Texas in all the major cities and a couple places in New England and stuff. But it's like Texas is just generally cheaper because there's so much land, right? Yeah, how, about, how about lakes though? How about water? Because you know, mm. if if Californians are moving from a coastal province to a landlocked province, but there, there's just the southern border that has the yeah, they're, they're the just, Caribbean, right? Like that—that's the only ocean not, that touches like, it. Anything to like go? I mean, they're there, but it's like okay, you know, if you want to go to the how lake, far? How far do you got to drive to get to a good lake where you can run off a dock and jump in a lake? Lake? I mean, I've got one like 10 minutes from here. Oh, perfect. So, I mean, See, I'm, Paulina, Paulina, you should move to Austin. fucking Texas. Why not I move to Texas? Live, live on Lake Travis in Austin. So I don't hmm. mind. It's, it's just it's just the fam, you know, the fam. So like, if you live so on the other side of Austin, yeah. it's, it's quite a bit. Of, it's, there's quite a distance to get there, right? I just happen to be right by the lake. So, so my right mom lived in Kansas. Katy, Texas. You know where Katy, Texas is? Very familiar. Yeah. Okay, so my mom lived in Katy, Texas for a while, and then they moved out there right when that big-ass hurricane hit. I was like, how you oh, like yeah. it out there, Pop-Tart? And it was like, nuts. so do you guys have hurricanes a lot? Are you familiar with hurricanes? Have you been in one? Oh, yeah. So I, was, I went through, uh, I think it was uh, Rita, right after the one yeah. in New Orleans. So yeah. I lived there in Houston at that time when the, when the one came up through there. It wasn't that bad. And then um, the next one that came through, uh, I forgot the name of that one, but 
when it came through, I was actually living in Austin. So by the time it gets up to Austin, you know, you don't have any issues. Yeah. Down to Port Aransas, and I was doing a, some real estate consulting for some people, oh. and I was helping them look at like rebuilds and teardowns and like how to, you know, do some of that work to rebuild the rebuild the area down there. Oh, was that nuts? I kind of want to know what it feels like. To be oh, yeah. I mean, oh, like, like boats, like, like they dragged all the boats to the like, uh, you know, little off ramps on the side. Yeah. There's just boats lining the road and then they've got down the center of the highway. They just got junk, like metal stacked all down the highway. What does it sound like? Because I've always been curious okay. about that. I'm, Probably, but. I'm very odd, like weird about um, like, okay, the sound of water is already terrifying just uh, alone, but the wind on top of it. So like, what does that sound like together? Like, I'm just fucking traumatized about that like yeah so we were pretty we were pretty far up north when i went through that hurricane so it wasn't terrible and the the eye actually hit actually went east of us so you what know when that, the eye uh, the storm when it hits what about that ice storm that happened last year like remember I mean, tammy uh straight jacket it was the craziest shit i've ever seen man it yeah like so you, you might get a little flurry here in austin right once every three years we had two full-blown blizzards here yeah <laughs> That's crazy. Shit must have been shut like that. Where I live, I don't know if you know much about the geography of Canada, but I live on a little island west of the British Columbia West Coast mainland. Yeah. And the the, the the coastal mountains moderate our temperature, so we don't really get colder than freezing here, but yeah. also don't get higher than like what would it be in Fahrenheit? Like eighty. Okay. Oh, okay. That's like, nice. We don't, we don't get we, yeah. We don't get higher than eighty, and don't get lower oh, than free. What's freezing nice. in, in Fahrenheit? What's freezing thirty-two in degrees? Thirty-two. 30, yeah. So it, it maybe gets like to like maybe twenty-eight at the coldest. Okay. Know? So so we don't really get snow here either. But Texas, I I thought I thought Texas. Okay, so there is quite a difference between weather from North Texas to South Texas. Very much so. Yes. And are you seeing like are you are you seeing like an influx of um of immigrants coming over the border um is that happening with which border are you referring to the the mexico border i mean i'm not down in that's Mexico. in juarez that's in like el paso yeah, area there is yeah i'm just i'm just i'm just where you hear a lot like the the all the news stations are the border this the border this the border's good the border's bad but what's happening at the border watch news but yeah you know. yeah i hate the news i hate the news too, probably a no, good idea I, mean, I watch, I, you know what? I don't watch Canadian news. I watch American news, not for interest, for entertainment. Well, it, oh God, we're the like, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Like if you watched, uh, if you watch an hour of our news in Canada and then watch an hour of USA mainstream cable news, you're just like, holy shit. What now the put it like this. Fuck? Now most the, fuck believe believe the news. I mean, no, no I, I know the, the news is not to believe, not to be believed. It's yeah. fucked. The news and, is fucked. The craziest news I ever saw was like I went out to LA for the first time and dude that was like a that was like you know chopper scenes like during the six o'clock news they're chasing people around like it was it was like I was like what the yeah. hell oh yeah every day every day it's mm -hmm. like it's obnoxious I mean like um and then like the one good thing you hear it's like little Larry um found his cat and you're like and then that's it like 30 seconds like a snippet it's just like oh great news and then it goes right back into like and here we're live with the car chase going 40 miles an hour backwards on the freeway and everybody's like and it's just like 35 police cars and one little van that's just like yeah like can you can trash. you walk around texas with an open firearm like on a holster um you there's concealed carry and there's stuff like that. i mean you're not going to just see just somebody like walking down the street with a gun on their hip right like that's not gonna but <laughs> i always thought this, texas this is was like that <laughs> this is the canadian view of texas i'm like oh in the west texas town of el paso yeah, oh my god <laughs> yes. to work too so you know i yeah 
No, Cripple lives in Texas. Tammy lives in Texas. Uh, yeah. Daphne lives in Texas. I didn't know they lived out there. Oh, a whole bunch. Of, Daphne just moved from fucking Michigan or something to Texas. Like, whole different climate, whole so, different world. There's about four, I can't remember what the exact stat was, but it was like four or five hundred families a day moved to Texas or something like that. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're, I've heard, like, I'm a big I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. Um, and I've heard him talking about, uh, he, he left California, Elon Musk left, left California. A bunch of, like, wealthy, wealthy tax players are leaving California, unfortunately, because California has a huge mental health problem with their homeless and drug addict situation. And I don't know what, like, can, when there's, when there's a hundred in Los Angeles, there's a mm-hmm. hundred thousand homeless people. No, but listen now, they, they have their own zip people. code in, um, in, well, I in go 10 down cities, there. 10 cities. Once a, once a month, I go down to the one in LA, it's Los Angeles, downtown. Um, it's Skid Row, it's called Skid Row. They have their own zip code. That's how big it is. And so when we go there, Jonathan and I go there to like, you know, feed them, bring them brand new clothes, like all this shit. Um, like we'll bring enough, like maybe, I don't know, 200 pieces of chicken, like a piece of chicken, like different kinds, like breasts, like all that. Chips, bre- like six trash bags full of brand new clothes with tags on them. So that goes in maybe 10 minutes flat. Like, yeah. and then the people out there, like they fucking picky. Like I brought this lady a jacket cause she couldn't walk. She was like on the street, you know, like late. And I was like, oh, poor thing. I brought her jacket. She's like, I don't want that fucking jacket. I was like, bitch, okay, my bad. <laughs> and she was like, that's an ugly ass fucking jacket. What, like, oh, what is God. the, Paulina, what is the closest state to Redlands? Closest border. Oh, uh, red. Oh, so that would be San Diego. Uh, would, which no, would no, I'm talking. That? I'm talking outside of California. Like what? What? What um, is closest? like? What, what state? What state is closest to Redlands? So you'd go south more, and then you'd hit Tijuana down there, and then you'd go keep going. So what would be below Tijuana? I'm feel stupid. No, I'm talking states like, like like a state. Yeah, but Nevada and yeah, but that'd Nevada, be north, right? Nevada or I think like it, I think Arizona. Be, um, Jesus Christ, I need a fucking probably thing. Arizona. Well, no, okay, yeah, well, probably, yes, Arizona. Yes. Yeah, it'd probably be Arizona. You should move to Arizona. Everybody moves to Arizona, but I don't know. I'm weird. I'm I Phoenix. Phoenix. Is I don't like a it out city. here. I just want to get the fuck out of the country. Well, then get to Canada for Christ's sake. I know. Sakes. I know. We have so much space and so much kindness. We're it's, ready to. We're ready to support Americans it's fleeing. Funny. I, I. You know what? If there was a mass exodus of Americans fleeing America because of their falling democracy. I am welcomed with open arms all of the Americans to move up here. Because here's the thing. I love America, right? But it's gone so off course of, like, how proud we really used to be of, like, I'm an American. You're scared to go out of a country and say you're American nowadays. I mean, it's the truth. No, but you shouldn't oh, be. And that that is a misconceived notion. And everyone, everyone, everyone in the world, including Canada, looks up to you guys culturally, Maybe musically, artistic. No, still do, still I do. You know what? You know what? Politics is so powerful, and people got to remember that a, that a president is only four, eight years. That is a very small amount of time in the grand scheme of things. We will see waves of propaganda and waves of of leadership that are annoying and intense and it's purposefully intense to fuck with your emotions. I don't, I don't, I look past that. Right. I see people as, as the artists. That's you pop tart. Not everybody. (laughs) I know, but no, a a lot more people that are foreign to you than you think see past that shit and see the art and the music. I can see the glamour of LA. I mean, not LA. I can see the glamour and the, and the enticement of United (laughs) States. 
Um, yeah. But for people who come out here, let's just say for the American dream, right? They're going to be sadly, you know, uh, awakened when they come out looking for it. It's like coming. It's like to see Hollywood. Um, everybody comes to Hollywood. I'm going to be this. And like, dude, no, no. It's like going to Las Vegas. And then you, you have know to what? Next week, uh, stuck out there. Next cause... week, we got a guy on the show that did that. He was in commercials. Stanfield's underwear commercials, but he, he did. He, he was a voice for a, for a show, like a, a cartoon show. He's, it's he's a, on next it's week. A savage industry. Yeah, ne- ne- next week, Tim, my buddy. Yeah, Tim. It, it, that industry is very difficult, right? But yes. I, you know, as an entrepreneur, like that's a totally wide open area, especially in Austin. Like you know, it's not as it's not as choked as it is up in like you know up near uh, like San Jose or wherever you know where all Silicon Valley and all that stuff is. Yeah. Over there, you're almost inundated with it, right? But here, you've got there's the ability to you know to meet people with different you know they're not just tech people, right? There's yeah. all these influences that you'll have in like a place like Texas, and it's just a, Texas is a different animal altogether, and always has been. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know, I know I I know you guys don't really like talking about politics, but it's traditionally a conservative state, which Very makes with with gets you thinking, which gets you thinking, you know. Like I, I'm a very socially accepting and open, but when it comes down to brass tacks and money, I'm fucking anal. I'm fucking yeah. anal about that shit. I am. Yeah. I, kind I fucking of, am. I'm kind of weighed a line, you know, that goes in both directions. And one of the things that, you know, has really been on my mind a lot, and this is something I've actually put together, but I haven't shared with people and I'm not quite ready to put it out there yet, but it, it deals with a lot of that. Right. A lot of the social issues and how we can start looking at that in a different lens and all that, but that's good. That's what needs. That's what needs to happen. We it need does to shake need the to system happen. a little bit. Yes. It needs to, uh, so you write like long, long form. You write long form stuff, like essays, kind of thing, or, or um, what? I mean, it's just kind of come from different directions. So I mean, when I just so I put writing away because I was chasing those other things that weren't important, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, when I, when I, after I did that, you know, just, that's what helped me through, you know, deal with a lot of my shit, basically. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to be cousin or whatever, but. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cunt, sucker, fuck. motherfucker, tits, turd, and twat. We are explicit on Apple Podcasts. Okay. But, so, I, you know, that would help me get through a lot of it, right? And so, as I started to do that, you know, I wrote, you know, I wrote some stuff that's going to be, that I want to turn into a novel. I wrote, written some things that are short stories. I've written a lot of poetry. And so it's just a cross of all different things. And like, so, and some of them I've taken poems and started to convert them into songs. So that's what Cripper read the other day. It was like a, but the, the re- repetition of the chorus built the intensity of the poem. So it was a beautiful way of like using the music structure to write a poem that made it was very intense. So what was like, what was your reason for joining Instagram and accessing these communities? Like, what was your, what was your point well, I mean, of view? I, I, what... help be, I, I help people build Instagram stores and all that stuff. I have to be out there to be, to do what I do. But how, how did like the initial, the initial thing go? Like you join Instagram, who's the first person that I'm going to follow? Like, what's my, what's my motive? Oh yeah. I mean, my first account, I mean, I've started, I got on Instagram before I was really doing anything on it because nobody knew where I was going to go as far as marketing, right? Mm. They open up these things, they take off, and then the and then the dollars start to flow in to do the investment and the advertising and all that stuff. So you know, I was on there before that. So I just, okay. I mean, I had like two or three people that I followed, you know, at the beginning, and I was like, I don't really care about this, right? But then it now it's bigger. Like all of Facebook's growth comes from Instagram. Yeah. So everything they're going to do, you follow the money, right? All everything they're going to build is going to be on Instagram. It's going to push Instagram. That's where their growth is coming from. So. 
Yeah, and I, I feel like I just tried so hard, and uh, I, I always get reported. That's my problem. I'm, I'm, I'm like the most reported yeah. poet so on 12, Instagram. Yeah, twelve thousand followers, and then just they and just they deleted it. my account. They deleted like, five of my okay. accounts. Five, yeah. five. Police are crazy, but. I'm done. I don't even. I didn't even post my poetry on the site anymore. I no, can't you because... can't. It's just bullshit. And, I, and, I, and I, I blocked a few people that, that from good information that may have been a part of a legion of people reporting everything I write. So purposefully, the, there are like these kind of like shadow groups. I would say, from what I've heard, I, I don't spend much time on this because it's not productive. But there are some shadow groups that go around, like you know, you know messing with people doing all that kind of stuff and like you know yeah. get you like kicked off or whatever who the fuck has time for that i don't i have get been it. a victim like, i have been a victim of that unfortunately so i mean it's a whole messed up and that's that's part of why i don't like it and i also have a nine-year-old daughter and the stuff you know they were talking nine about, uh, it's a little baby the, oh go ahead no no no, no we're just saying how cute say nine, nine, nine nine's crazy I, I got a four-year-old son all the stuff that was coming out with girls and self-image and teenagers, how, you know, they were having higher rates of suicide and depression and all that yep. stuff like that. Just in that. So, I mean, uh, there's another brand that I have. It's called Delta.Collab. It's my other account. And I was getting ready to launch that. But then this, biz, you know, this, all this stuff came together on my actual internet, you know, marketing stuff where, you know, I had to kind of run with that and I didn't get to build that out. But the purpose of that platform was to have a socially purposed, uh, like well-connected brand that had a like a you know it had a soul and it had a purpose behind it mm -hmm. and that's what that was going to be it's going to you know my first couple posts that i got out there and i never got to run with it and i planned to go back to it it was talking about belief and change and all that you know delta dot collab mm -hmm. change through collaboration is what it was basically meant to stand for so was that mm -hmm. like a free genre of stuff that you can or how would that go? Was it like kind of came up with, and so it was gonna. I was gonna move all my marketing into that, into that platform that was all about purpose and like you know acting with like purpose. And if you if you if you view your brand as a like a soulless thing, right? It has a purpose that is driven towards you. And you make your decisions on that brand based on what that you know that that person or that thing would do that has a soul and cares about people. You'll make the right decisions. That was kind of the idea behind it. I love it. He would have been perfect mm -hmm. with with the guy we're speaking to on the 16th. One of my uh, good friends, he he is a co-owner for an app called Carmelize. And that's a real word, apparently. I didn't know that. But it, it so what he does is he uh, just like we go to Starbucks, we get coffee. The thing is, is that when we pay for coffee, we don't know where that money goes once we pay for it. Right. So what he does is all s smaller businesses uh, that are that have are socially. Uh, what, what? How did I say it? I forgot. Social I said it like they they have good call lgbtq owned black owned right. um environmental care owned anything that is socially responsible like a resp responsible business like me personally it's like a yelp you search it i hate comparing it but you search it like i want a hamburgers tonight or let's go on a date I want steak you find a restaurant in that app caramelized now you're supporting it's a lazy yeah. way for me to um, that's who we're that's know. who we're having on the show eh yeah interesting created, created the app very cool mm -hmm. Very so cool. and it's ran by the people so similar to what you were saying it's like you kind of know what you're going to your your um and then if i have a friend that owns a business i know she's like mental health she supports that um or autism you know they only hire autistic people but what they'll do is um you can tell you can tell caramelize hey this is my friend she owns her business they look into it immediately and get your business on there so it's like it's dope but it reminds me of that because you can we stand should get people. our we should get our podcast on there 
Oh, yeah, there for mu- sure. There must be a way for them to host our podcast. There is. I can just, I mean, he's the co-owner. Yeah, I'll just talk to him. I'll text him. Because he, he yeah. I like that concept. And like you said, with a good, with a soul, if somebody's doing yeah. something for a reason um, that is good and positive, we, people are going to gravitate towards that. Some mm-hmm. might not like it, but well, you I think, You know what, Pauline? I think our whole, our whole motif is honest soul. Like, that's what it's all about, right? Yes, yes. Like, I like that. Like, we don't plan things. Like, me no. and Paulina don't sit together before the show and discuss how we're going to manipulate so, the conversation. Like, eh, like it's we just, just very, very it. real. You, know, you never know what's yeah. going to go on. And, and do um, you, so why don't you start that? Do you have time to do it now, or are you just more into the uh, the North Cafe thing right now? So with the North Cafe, I've got that going on, which I've got to write. Like, I've got a very short time to write those final chapters. So I do, I'm in the middle of writing chapter three, and then I've got to write chapter four, which is going to close out. How long are the chapters? Like, how many words approximately? Like, like are we talking? Uh, I don't know words. Like, 5,000 words? First one, you know, was like a couple, like, each section was like one or two minutes, and then it got a little longer as we went along. This last sections are going to be longer, but it, the, the pace is picking up each chapter, right? Mm-hmm. So just a little kind of idea of what it's about. So we basically, there's four main characters, right? And they're the creative, they're like these keepers of the creative process, right? So there's the writer, artist, musician, and painter. So those are kind of like the different areas and they've been the guardians of those things throughout time. And it's a story about them coming together to br- bring this cafe into existence, but they don't really know what they're doing. It, the writer's kind of thread through the middle and he's manipulating. And that's you, that's you, right? Of course. You're, you're, you're the writer, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's loosely based on us, but that, he's kind of the, he's the, that first chapter is called The Writer. And then The Artist is the second chapter. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm locked up in a, in this place, right? I haven't really said what it is, but it's kind of a castle. And I can't go anywhere, but I, you know, I've lost the ability to connect. And that is what is like killing me, right? Because I can't connect to people. And so I, that connection is what fueled me the keep you know living on and on right hmm. so i go into a lot about love and connection and all that i mean chapter the writer part one chapter four that's where i was i'm still hiding it with a lot of nuance but that was a lot about me right and so that one and then we go into the artist and so i've reached out to her and there's a I found a way to reach out to her and she i've set her on a journey to come to me she doesn't like me though <laughs> so there's all these, you know, different pieces of it, but it's all about building a character that you care about. I mean, every story, nobody cares about the story. You don't care about the character, mm-hmm. but the characters are not happy-go-lucky all the time. Like, there's a lot of conflict in this, and it, you know, it's a, it's a. I feel like it's a real, you know, situation of how this would happen. But you've got these kind of mythical. Uh, I don't want to go too far with it, but like mythical characters who've been given the ability to protect the things that they believe in, right? And so, okay. writer, artist, all that stuff. And they're coming together to do this, and that's what's going to bring it into existence. Do you want to make a movie? Well, I, what probably what's going to happen is it's. I've had to make these really short to fit. The, no, but like you personally, do you want to make a movie one day? Have you talked to Kripa about that? You sound like it sounds I interesting. Have, so I want to write a longer book about it, but it, I mean, a movie would be awesome. Like a lot of people have told me they see it as a movie. Yeah, so why don't you do try to do that aspect? Because it's like you seem to have like the concept down, what people like, like the characters. Talk to Crippa. You guys are probably like yeah. within a couple hours. Like, does Crippa live in Houston? I think I think Crippa lives in Houston. Where does Crippa live? Houston. Houston. I told him if I go over to Houston, I'll buy him a beer. So. I, I oh, I thought you were in Houston. Oh, he'll say yes. Are Are you in Houston or you're cut? Where I'm in are Austin, you again? It's two and a half. Austin, oh, Austin, Austin, yes. Austin, Austin. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so that's Austin, cool. Houston, Dallas. Those are the three big ones in Texas. 
Austin, Houston, Dallas, Fort Worth is part of Dallas. And yeah. San Antonio. Oh, San yeah, Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought San Antonio was uh, was California. Do you know that it's fucking like, that it takes three it's days? Like an hour south of Austin. And okay. what I've seen the projections is that strip between like if you go from North Austin to Southern San Antonio mm -hmm. by 2030, that's supposed to be one of the most populated areas in the United States. Oh, son of a bitch! Wow, it takes three days to drive through Texas. That's crazy, huh? Three days. If you go yeah, Texas and Ontario, the, the province that I grew up in, are pretty similar. Damn, that's not. What about this way? What about what about this way? I know horizontally, it's three days. Yeah, so it's probably about the same because, I mean, I've driven What's from, above Texas? Montana? Uh, you got Oklahoma's Oklahoma. No, you dork. Montana's way <laughs> You guys, like... I don't know where the fuck anything is. He's like, is it Maine? Like, I know uh, Florida, New York, Texas, and California. That's what it is. No, tell I want to know. Okay, so he was going to say, oh, what's right above it? Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. okay. Yeah, okay. Isn't that the, uh, that's the town where that dude fucking blew up the buildings, right? The Oklahoma oh, massacre the, in the, the, in the nineties. Oh, they did yeah, that. What, what, they did that in Florida recently. Did you hear yeah, that? The, the, there's been a bunch of shit. Did going you down. see that? The, did you see? Okay. You have to yeah, watch the, this online right now. The, the fucking, the, the, the SUV dude that the ran RV? over the parade. Oh, well, yeah, that, that. And that what about the fucked. RV? Wouldn't listen to this. This creeps me out. The RV that was parked in Florida and the RV was like, you have oh please evacuate please evacuate um uh something 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 it was the creepiest motherfucking voice you ever heard and so a normal person would be like what what's what is that sound you know when the the whatever voice recording said that that motherfucker blew and she wasn't kidding where please was this evacuate. look it up right now um because it's a quick snippet um it was florida uh was it florida? That, that, no i'm sorry in uh, nashville too like a like a few months ago oh wait maybe it was nashville i'm so sorry that was that was a few months ago. The was past. that the, that was yes that was recent that was in uh, I'm sorry that was Tennessee huh? Was it Tennessee yep. that you said Nashville? It was <laughs> Tennessee. I know. I've also been to Tennessee. I used to go can to this place called Can you just can you just look Hall it up because it's a quick snippet and the voice was absolutely terrifying. It was like please evacuate. What is it, what is it called? Uh, it was Nashville, right? Yes. No, Nash. Nash uh, like Say Nash RV. Downtown bombing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Nash just put the RV. Nashville RV. RV exploding. Yes, and the voice was just like um. There's a clip it that that's very short. That will be the most. Let me see here. Oh wait, two nineteen warning explodes. Okay, try that one. I think this is it. Yes, listen to this voice. News to get to this morning. Police oh, wait. now believe that human remains have been discovered yes. near the site in the of RV. a bomb explosion Ooh. in downtown Nashville. I think Tennessee. there was human remains Federal in the RV. Are still searching a crime Why are they talking? No. Several city blocks from the streets. Okay, motherfuckers, stop talking. Now with the so that's not it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, it's like that exact one. Oh, wait, is this it? Is this a quick snippet? There should be no talking. Oh, yes. Mm, where is it? Okay, body cam? No, I don't know about that. Come on, you have to hear it. It's the fucking creepiest goddamn thing. This is they a might, video. wait, no, no, it's quick. No, go out, go out, go out. You don't want to see the explosion. No, 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 like, skip out of it. It's that same type of, oh, wait. Is that one, adult 129? Okay, do that. For a minute. Let's see. And Phil, I believe no, we have- No, fucking uh, news, dude. They just want that to- surveillance. It's one of those Anyway, that, that, yeah. We have but to see it. There's, there's recent shit going on, Paulina. Wait, find there, there's the- that, There's it. that dude running over people out of the parade, and there's also yeah, other stuff. stuff. Yeah, Waukesha, and then someone else just fucking- There's a school shooting or something again. Uh, yeah. Was there? I mean, there's uh, fucking school shootings. It's so fucking sick. Like, go some, uh, you know. The, yeah, th I, this one. This one's like a year ago. The, these, these, 
these uh, these ones here are like from a year ago, Paulina. No, no, but just I'm telling you that it's the creepiest motherfucking thing. Hot, you know what I'm talking and about. And now right? to a story or making running. headlines across the yeah. country today. As Christmas no. dawned in Nashville, Tennessee, no an enormous explosion rocked the city. It's just that the explosion was the clip. Uh, nearby. Fuck them. Mostly area. Fuck Federal them. threats. No, the don't explosion. even go through it. It was last time. It's around. not showing up. It is. It's only like 40 seconds long, like 20 seconds long. Um, and all you hear is, please evacuate. Um, it was probably on Twitter. I saw it, but whatever. I think, I, I think, terrifying. sorry, I can't find it. No, I think I remember, I, th I think I do remember hearing about that. What do you think is the root cause? Like, is like, don't get me wrong. We have mass death events in Canada too. Like when I lived in Montreal, I walked through, through the fucking scene of one, um, at, at George or what was it? Um, Dawson college. There was a mass shooting. Whoa. That, that's probably one you guys didn't hear about. But what do you think is causing this psychosis in the, in the, because, you know, the, the, the guy who ran, and I don't want to make it a race thing, because the guy who ran over all those people in the, in the parade was black, and there's white people, doing, and there's everyone's doing this. What, no. what is going on? What is happening? What is happening in our society that people are fucking getting ready to fucking commit mass murder? Well, I'll let him answer. Part this. of it is like being felt, feeling like you're invisible and trying to see, be seen, right? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly and what I, I wanted to say. Where I'll leave that. I don't want to go too far into it because I don't think it's a race thing. I don't think it's. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I. Being invisible. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And everybody wants to make it a race thing and all that because it's it just makes more controversy. Plays, yeah, plays to the parts, right? Paulina got kicked out again. I'm not sure why that happens. I think her like phone overheats or something. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, and, and you're right. I don't. I don't think it is. I think it's like a human nature thing. I think something's going on that's stimulating this kind of behavior, and I have no idea what it is. And I, I always think about it. Well, I like, think why are we corrupting? Situation just is. I mean, like something I really try to follow. I went into depression a few, you know, a while back, and it's mm -hmm. not pretty, and it snuck up on me. And I do you take? Uh, do you take drugs for it? I have major depressive disorder too. No, I didn't. I was able to kind of work myself out of it, and I had oh, good. That really helped me with that. Um, good. But, you know, I mean, it, I, it just snuck up on me. I didn't know what the hell was going on, right? I just didn't want to get yeah. out of bed, and I was just like, you know, lackadaisical and just not myself. Yeah, right? yeah. The so people helped pull me out of that, and I, I'm better, you know, I'm doing okay, but I think, you know, with a lot of people, it goes a lot further than that, right? So I was yeah, it does. to have good people around me to help me, and uh, you know, John, who's in the North Cafe, was one of those people, right? And right. Been, you know, that's been the great connection that we have. And right. so as I came back out of that, you know, it's something I try to pay attention to. But, you know, with a lot of people, they don't have that same support system. Right. And there's a post on my Instagram, if you go watch it, it's me like in a, just like a black and white video. And it's just like two minutes long. And it talks, uh, like I'm talking about that light inside of people, because that's what I was writing about in chapter four in the North Cafe. It's talking about that right. light that everybody has. So does this does this North Cafe, does it have a final? Does it have a last act? Or is it kind of going to be like an ongoing well, thing? We released chapters one and two, and three and four are coming out. So your your writing was coupled with what? It was coupled with, with art of some kind? Yeah. There's a like so in the first chapter it's seven uh, seven tracks right story music story music story music or, okay uh, so the music is separate so the music is played separately from the writing yeah, but it flows in between the tracks like right the, okay music, it has a vibe it takes the vibe from the first one and picks up where the vibe of the next one starts right okay who who's making the music uh, John Silver's and Elfenbow. 
So John Silver, I think, is the one that I saw on your page yep. when I was and checking it out. Also, is the lady that's been doing the video stuff as well. If you saw any of the videos right. on there, right? So they've been putting, and she's a wonderful, talented musician that does She does she does all kinds of instruments and stuff. So she's kind of the more overall artistic one, right? And so I'm writing the story, and it so it starts with a story and ends with a story, and it's actually you know we've released it that way. But you can, you know, do your own playlist if you want to just hear the story or the music or whatever. Right. That's some people don't like it when it flows different ways, but you know, there's always a way to do it. You know, to, to are you guys it. getting it up on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the on, podcast on, apps? It's on Spotify. It's on all that stuff. I can see. Nice. How's the uh, how's the traffic going on those sites? What's that? How's the traffic going on those sites? So I haven't been looking at the numbers specifically because John, those are on John's accounts, but he's been saying it's been picking up a lot. It's done better than some of his other releases. He does a lot of instrumentals for movies and stuff like that. Yeah. He said it's really picking up the numbers. I, fa- I found in our situation that the more content we have, the more views we get. Right. So it's steadily, steadily growing. Yeah. And so like with this stuff, you know, people really kind of, we released it. And, you know, we went on uh, Jay's show. That's because we all met on Jay Cabrera's show as just being, you know, people that attended. And then so we met, we released it on that. We had like 800 live viewers that night. No shit, eh? And, uh, you know, his replays typically get 11, 12,000 people, right? No fucking way. Yeah. And so, so what he, does this guy, what does this guy do? What kind of music does he do? He's a, he's an R&B musician and he just, he's coming, he's, he's a, coming on the podcast soon. He's an amazing connector and he's amazing personality, right? He just okay. has that ability. That's his gift. Okay. Right? Gotcha. And gotcha. so when I met him, like I met him, I was just, you know, in a room one night on clubhouse and I was like, you know, I, I've been struggling with, you know, wanting to turn these poems into songs. He's like, Hey, just hit me up sometime. I hit him up. What I do is I'm a marketer, so we started talking about that, you know. And I was like, "Okay, what I, is this? Uh, what I, is this clubhouse thing? Huh? I got an in, I got an invite to clubhouse. I actually have a clubhouse. So Someone sent me an invite. I never I never really looked into it. What is it exactly? So it, it was an interesting thing that I don't use anymore because it it, 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 it tends to drain you after a while. But How so? Basically, an audio room, right? So you go in and oh. you find a topic that you like. You can either sit and listen to it, or you can be a moderator on the stage. Okay. A lot of mental health stuff started popping up where there's a lot of moderators on stage, and that could be a very dangerous thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you got a lot of people giving a lot of advice that aren't necessarily qualified, and so that was one thing that kind of scared me. But uh, when you get in those rooms where there's a lot, you know, people are talking about very personal stuff. Yeah. We'll just drain you. And that's kind of when I went into my, you know, some of the stuff with me, I had to like X that out of my life. Right. Just right. Away because it wasn't helping me. Right. So what, what, what's, uh, what's in the future? What do you, what do you plan on doing with your craft, with everything? Where do you plan on going? So right now, I mean, the main thing, I'm just trying to get this, you know, the last two chapters of the EP out or the last two EPs out, which will be chapter three and four, which is the musician and the painter. Um, that'll wrap that up and then we'll have the episodes going forward where we're inviting the guests in. Uh, yeah, I'm going to continue with that. I'd actually like to turn this into a longer form book and stuff like that. I'm going to keep writing and then my business is just in a position where I think it's really about to, you know, trajectory or it's on the trajectory to go where I've always wanted it to go because we can now offer stuff that nobody else has. So Mm -hmm. right on. Well, congratulations, man. Uh, keep me in mind when the, uh, when the guest features start happening for your yep. show, the North Cafe. Keep me informed. 
Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Sorry, pa- sorry, Paulina dipped out in the last night. Her phone sucks. She needs a new phone. She just texted me that she needs a new phone. So uh, thank you for, so much for being here. Um, I'll send you a clip of your entire section. Okay. Tomorrow or the next day or whenever. It might even be tonight. Whenever I edit this, I'll send you your entire conversation with us so okay. you have it to promote or do whatever you want to do with it. Awesome, man. And, and I'll also I'll also probably uh, make some clips. Like I, I definitely want to clip our talk that we just had about that. Uh, what's that that app called again? Clubhouse. Yeah, Clubhouse. I, like stuff like that. I'll clip yeah. it up and I'll and I'll put those on my channel too. So subscribe to my channel and uh, hit that notification bell. You know when the podcast is going live. Thank you so much for being here. I'm glad you were. It was a great conversation. Thanks for being here, buddy. Loved it, man. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Have a good night. Cheers. All right, that's it. We another successful podcast. I believe this was uh, episode nine or ten, so we're getting there. I, I've always told Paulina that we need about a hundred hours of content before we're relevant in the podcast world, and we got about twenty. So we're getting there. Thank you for being here. Uh, I'll see you next time, Shuby. If you're still watching, we're gonna talk and get you on the show. Cheers. <laughs>